It's loud. Okay. All right, go ahead. Let's go. Play that intro music. Potato. Potato. Thumbs podcast. Potato. Potato. Thumbs podcast. It's fluffy and the admiral playing with their fingers and their lips. Okay. Uh, um, okay. So I get that. I guess that was our intro. Welcome to episode 177, the episode where all four of us may have to go poop at some time during the episode. What is someone playing a smoke detector alarm <laughs> sound? Because that's exactly I don't know what, what you're talking like. about. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, so with the sound effects, we either have Rob, my co-host, or Chuck. I'm not sure which one of them Wait. it is. Rob is your co-host, asshole. <laughs> I said Rob, my co-host. Or Chuck. Or Chuck. Um, what about me? Have, I'm here. I don't have what? smoke detectors in my house, so it certainly isn't me. Yeah, I think it's I think it's on a cell phone. <clears throat> it was too timed perfectly for it to be anything else. I, yeah, yeah, there we go. It might be Cliff. Fuck, he looked down at his hand. I totally thought it was Rob, but he looked down at his hand. Oh. Are you sure to start your smoke alarms? Dude. They haven't beeped yet. I put in the new batteries today. I haven't heard any beeping. Didn't we just hear them beeping? We just heard some beeping. Yeah, that's not yeah. mine. They're in. They're, I can't hear them from here, guys. You can't play jokes on me. Is, is, is I'm like, smart. Is like, are they like phantom beeps? You know, like people that don't have legs, like they feel like their feet hurt. You know what I mean? Like, uh huh. <laughs> it could be. It very well could be phantom beeps that we all uh-huh. hear. Do you I have some sort of... Uh, Maybe you just have carbon monoxide in your house. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, the batteries and detectors going off. I keep changing the batteries. They keep beeping. <laughs> there I, <laughs> There's all this fire sure? everywhere. Are you sure your house is on, is on fire? <laughs> uh, okay. It, this is our episode. We're here. I think I said everyone's name right. Nips, yeah. Cliff, and Chuck, and Fluffy. Okay, I got questions from Justin. You guys ready? Oh, man. Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you call balls on the wall? Uh, wait. <laughs> you wrote it. You wrote it wrong. I don't know if it's intentionally written wrong, <laughs> but I just realized that he wrote it wrong. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? Are we supposed to answer? Yeah, yeah, just... yeah. It's supposed uh, to be nuts on the wall. I know, it's supposed to, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, uh, I just okay. realized <laughs> as I said it out loud, I'm like, he fucked the joke up, man. <laughs> so we're rolling with it, guys. <laughs> what do you call them? balls on the wall? Wall balls, obviously. <laughs> wall balls, yep. Okay. Wall what, balls. Do you, what do you call balls on your chest? <laughs> it's just so much better balls. this way. Um, being teabagged I think I sent Justin that same uh, Instagram story that I sent you guys so that's probably where this came from Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Chuck this is to Chuck specifically so you are correct what do you call balls on your chin (laughs) I love that he fucked up the joke it makes it so much funnier <laughs> um, oh. dude. Well, know what the best part is when he sent that to me. I'm like, oh, the Dr. Dre skit. 
Because, like, apparently people didn't listen to the chronic on repeat when they were little kids, because that's totally from Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Skits and albums are dumb. It's just, uh... Bias. Dude, that's the 90s. It's, it's just funnier when, like, old grandmas say it. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. When that old lady said it? Yeah, 100%. I mean, Justin's close enough to an old grandma that I'm okay with it. and still find it amusing. Hell yeah. I'm drinking coffee because I figured since we're talking about Run the Jewels tonight, it's going to be like a five-hour episode. Yep. <laughs> Just, just the cyberpunk song, right? Just, just <laughs> cyberpunk. Five hours song. of cyberpunk song talk. But we're playing it on Xbox One, so it's going to be really buggy yeah. and take a long time. We're just wait, we'll wait for it to load. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. All right. Well, since you touched on it, who who here has played the game? Just Rob. Yep. Uh do you <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down, initial reviews, thoughts? Uh, I'm not that far into it, and I was just like wandering around the world. The world's huge; it's amazing looking, interesting stories on every corner type deal. Uh, it's definitely an F- RP, an RPG that has shooting elements, and not a shooter that has RPG elements because mm-hmm. it uh, the gunplay is a little bit rough. Like it uh, makes you wish for that Destiny uh, fluidity in the mm, shooting. Um, yeah. But I'm excited to get further along. I'm literally I'm like on the second mission, so I haven't put in nearly the time. But I did take two days off next week to stay home and play video games. Yeah, I, I totally paid you for like the time that would take a whole week off and mm-hmm. just play nothing but that. I haven't seen you on the Xbox at all. I'm like, oh, I was probably just playing Cyberpunk offline. No, uh, I played during a little bit during the work day today and a couple hours tonight, uh, and then the game crashed on me, so I... I was like, well, I'm in between, so I don't want to go back in. So I just fired up a Twitch stream and watched that instead. But we're getting ready. It's going to happen. But the, the important question is, has your penis fallen out of your pants in Cyberpunk yet? <laughs> I have not had that glitch yet. But I no? have, Wait, what? You are Hold not on. the first person who has brought this glitch to my attention over the past 24 it is hours. One of, the, one of the common glitches is that people's penises keep falling out of their pants in the game. Yeah. Like clipping out of their pants. (laughs) Like, so fall on the ground or like you just walk around and it's hanging out. Just walk around and it's hanging out. Intentional bug. I think it's like when Lenny Kravitz, his dick fell out of his pants when he was playing that one time. (laughs) It's just like that. (laughs) If you've seen that. (laughs) I haven't, but I assume you haven't seen the Lenny Kravitz. No, I haven't. Example, I find it <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's all, yeah, I, like Cliff's Cliff's uh, computer is about to get so many viruses because he is searching like Lenny Kravitz penis right now. Sorry, it's my work computer. It's got good. Yeah, name. there's a- it's my work computer. <laughs> You're like my favorite person. <laughs> oh man! Oh, holy shit! Well, yeah. Long lost JDAD also uh, sent me a text saying, "Hey, did you see this bug in Cyberpunk?" And it was the the penis is clipping out of uh, clipping out of the clothes. That's so awesome. So, so hold on. So they actually show penises in Cyberpunk because oh, on the character customization screen, you get to choose what your penis looks like if you're playing as a guy, and if you're playing as a gal, you can decide how your vagina looks. For real? 
Yeah, it's a character creation thing. That's elaborate. And <laughs> and the length too, right? Like it's yeah. not just cut, it's not uncut, just big, small, normal. What if you want to be a grower, not a shower? So uh, they the, did not the, have like slider the, the, the bars sec- for you. The uh, the second DLC is just be like a little like toggle, you know, grower not shower. So it's big when it matters. You know what I mean? <laughs> just add two more settings in there, you know, flaccid length and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. God, I do not want to click that link at all, Cliff. <laughs> no, you really did. You really did. Oh, man. Yeah, it was uh, leather pants that exploded open when he was squatting down and playing. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it now that you've done all that work. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you really should click the link. Okay, hold on. It's going to fuck up all it's your okay. fucking social media ag- algorithms, bro. Don't do it. Dude. No, I'm 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 purposely opening up an incognito window just for just for a clip. He's going to get a bunch of ads for like dick enhancement. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> like leather pants repair. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's really funny. It looks there, photoshopped. That looks yeah. photoshopped. Is there a Lenny Kravitz dick selection option in, in Cyberpunk 2077? <laughs> <laughs> like, you have like normal, long, cut, uncut, or just the Lenny Kravitz. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's one of the presets. You have yeah, to yeah. pick the Lenny Kravitz preset, build, and then it takes yeah. care of it for you. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, so Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty great i i'm i will admit i was tempted like three or four times to buy the game today and start playing but i did not uh i didn't i didn't push forward I, i'm just gonna kind of see how the initial feel is for the first week or so and then go from there yeah i think i'm gonna yeah, get it later over the holiday first when I'm off. Patches. yeah i'm in no big rush it's like a single player game there's no reason to yeah rush. there's no reason to i'm gonna do like i did the witcher 3 I'm gonna wait till it comes on Game Pass and then download it and just never fire it up ever. <laughs> I feel like yeah. this is actually a personal affront to me that you downloaded the game and then never fired it up. Yeah, I man. also feel like it's a personal affront to me that Fluffy never got it off of the uh, you know for you know made it past level five. That is not true. I played six hours on my first playthrough and then I restarted it because like a year and a half went by. And I played maybe like 45 minutes <laughs> and I haven't touched it since. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm That's bad. Fine. See, I'm, I'm a little spoiled because after six hours of playing a game, I expect the story to be over just from playing Destiny for so many years. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I, know, I, I know it's for these long 20, 30 hour campaigns. I, mean, I see you haven't unlocked your stasis subclass <laughs> yet then. If you're only even six hours into the campaign. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I think I've done everything in that game right now, except for the raid and the new one or whatever. The new raid's a lot of fun, Cliff. It looks cool. I watched it's the raid. A lot raid of fun. Oh, did you? It. Okay. Yeah, it, looks, yeah. it looks pretty neat. The environment looks awesome. I love the labs. Like even in the overworld or the Europa overworld or whatever. It's like yeah. it, they did a good job. Um, yeah, the environment. Yeah, that game. It's cool. it's, and it's fun too. It's just short, but that's just how it is, you know. That's what she said. Oh, exactly. uh, do you guys want to continue on video game talk or jump into this music? Mm. Do we have to? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Why? All right, let's go into it. Okay, so 
We've been exciting. Everyone's so excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I uh, so I picked an album uh, this time, uh, and I picked an album. It's funny. It's an album from a band that um, like I only really started listening to a lot of it recently, and I, I like this album. But um, when I was a kid, it was from what I thought was the coolest band ever. Uh, this band Fugazi, which um, and the funny thing is the reason I liked them so much as a kid is I didn't really ever hear any of their music. But um, there used to be this radio ad on um, like WMMR in Philly. And uh, like I, I tried to find it and I couldn't find it. But but I did figure out I think it was for a record shop called Repo Records. And it went something it was something like and I heard it all the time. But it was something like, oh, like Repo Records, your coolest and underground music. You won't find Fugazi at Tower Records. It was like their their line. Oh, right, right, And they're right. right. You couldn't get Fugazi Tower Records. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, man, Fugazi's got to be the coolest band ever. If not only have I not heard of them, I can't buy them at Tower Records. I can only get them at Repo Records, which I never even went to, I don't think. But so for like the years, I was like, oh, I must be the coolest band ever. Dude. Um, and they are like really cool. They are like a pretty awesome band. Like they do a lot of really cool stuff. Um, you know, they create like their own label. They like refuse to sign with big labels. They turn down tons of money and they wouldn't play. Lollapalooza because they were charging more than ten dollars for tickets and stuff. Like they did all kinds of cool stuff, um, but at the same time they're also like they seem like they'd be like super uptight to hang out with because <laughs> they're like really like they're very like driven I guess. Um, but yeah, so the band is Fugazi. Uh, it's four guys: um, Ian Mackay and uh, Guy Picciotto or Picciote, um are the two like guitarist vocalists and they write all the songs. And then Joe Lolly on bass and uh, Brendan Canty on drums. Uh, Ian McKay was in Minor Threat before this, hmm. which was a, like a real hardcore punk band. Yeah. Um, and he left. I think they just didn't things didn't go well. And um, he also wrote this song called Straight Edge, which created the or named the Straight Edge movement, which was like no drugs or alcohol or um, other fun stuff. Yeah. And um, then um, was it black that, electrical X's on your hands? Yeah. Mm. yeah. It was yeah. funny. I had a friend growing up. We used to like smoke pot and then laugh at his Straight Edge tattoo. <laughs> that he got when he was like three years ago <laughs> dude when i worked at the club like that shit was blowing up the whole straight edge thing and the, these fucking raver kids would come in on raver night but then they'd have the black x's on their hands like yeah, yeah. and they had a good time I thought they, just, the thing. I thought they just do that when you get cut off at the bar no they they fucking bounce you when you get cut off Oh, if you get oh. cut off, well, it depends on the night, right, man? No, like, no, yeah. no. It's it's like it's like no. They 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 do that to your hands and then bounce you, so you can't get liquor at the next spot. So you can't. Oh. Just, so you can't just go next. Well, the straight edge is like three X's in a row, like in a line. Well, like, and uh, usually, like they do electrical tape, not like permanent marker. You know, or at least that's what I saw a lot of. Anyways, just pull the branding iron out from behind the bar and put it right on the top of your hand. Good luck ever getting another drink. Yeah, dude. Dude, our, our our security was always looking to fight people. So if we were going to bounce someone, they were going to get fucking beat up and thrown out. <laughs> that was just the nature of security. Yeah. Sorry, not to derail the Fugazi talk. Uh, so it's Ian, Ian McCoy. And then uh, Guy Picciot. I'm probably mispronouncing his name. Yeah, you are. He I didn't want to say um, anything. Uh, this band hold called... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fluffy, tell him how to pronounce it. It's Guy. Like that. You were saying that part wrong. Picchio. Pick you. Okay. Anyway, he was in a band called uh, Rights of Spring prior to this, which is um, apparently I didn't even know this, but that's like the first emo band or something like that. Although apparently they get really mad when you say that. So hmm. I guess I'm not yeah, going to say We should have a long discussion about whether a band is what qual- qualifies as a band as emo. 
just music <laughs> genres. Like I really think that we should really draw some hard lines in the sand about about if this is rock or not. If we need to go back and find our conversation we used to open up one of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think Fluffy would agree this is emo, right? Wouldn't you? Or are you going to disagree with me? In the, this Fugazi? <laughs> no, the Rights of Spring band. I don't know yeah, Rights of Spring. I, 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 I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think Fluffy's uh, point in this world, again, not to derail us, is he's a, a big tent emo band world where Zan was very much a small tent emo band world. Uh, so I, I would imagine yeah. that Fluffy would agree that it was emo if you said it was emo. Because... Well, I, I even I think more my argument was like art is in the eye of the beholder. Right. <laughs> so like what what Chuck thinks is hip hop and what I think is hip hop and underground and stuff like that is different based on what we've been exposed to and how we came up. Yeah. God, your argument somehow is more pretentious than I thought it was. <laughs> hey, any I love? Rob's... No. <laughs> Rob's clearly a very small emo tent guy. That's what I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's the type right. of emo tent that you would expect on Pocket Chuck. Mm. Uh, so anyway, these dudes were like really like they're all about like causes and political stuff and they're really independent and they did all kinds of cool independent stuff. Um, but they also were like kind of uptight. Like they wouldn't let people mosh at their shows. Um and they wouldn't do like ads in like magazines if they had like a cigarette ad. They wouldn't like do an interview with the magazine if they had a cigarette ad in the magazine. Like there was like all kinds. They were just like, oh, come on. Like, and I looked at some interviews and like they. I mean, they seemed like cool guys, but they were definitely like, they were definitely very like I don't know, high strung. It seemed like, um, but I think I was probably the same way when I was there, so I can't really complain. Um, anyway, that's the band Fugazi. So what we're going to talk about today is their. It's their. Um, it's essentially it's actually two EPs that they put together into an album they called 13 Songs. The first one is just the Fugazi EP, and the second one is a EP called Margin Walker. That um, They recorded like the same year, so I think that's why they put them together, and they sound like a complete album anyway when they put it together, so it's, it kind of works. Um, but there's all kinds of people online like, like complaining about how, like, oh, it's not a real album because it's like two EPs they put together. Uh, but it was their first release, um, and I guess probably... I guess we can just jump right into it. So the first song uh, on the album is uh, Waiting Room, which is probably one of their better known songs, I think. Yeah, um, it has like the most plays uh, on Spotify by a rather large margin. Yeah. And I think it's one that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, dude. Dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad we're all getting in on it. Um, yeah, so I am a big fan of this song. It starts off with this like bass line that I feel like I've heard a million times. And I, it must be like in a movie. I mean, it can't be because they would never let them put their songs in a movie. But but um, it starts off with that nice, simple, clean bass line. And it carries through like the whole song, just a simple bass line. Then they bring in these guitars. And the way they do their guitars is kind of neat through the whole album. Like there's like a lot of um, just like sonic sound and feedback they make with it that they kind of layer. Um, in various parts of the thing, but, um, and the other, anyway, so this song waiting room is about, I was kind of trying to figure it out and I kind of read some stuff and, uh, it sounds like it's, oh, like a song about like how this, it sucks to have to wait and like wait your turn and all this kind of crap. But it actually, he wrote the song about how when his prior band broke up, he was like, I'm going to wait and create a cool band. (laughs) 
he's like, so I'm just gonna like take my time. And he's like, I'm sitting idly by, I'm making, I'm planning for a big surprise because I'm gonna fight for what I want. Um. <clears throat> anyway, oh, and the other kind of interesting thing in this album is, um, is they trade all vocals a lot. Uh, yes. Between and they got that at a hip hop because uh, Makai was like, oh, like he's like, I really like this whole hype man thing. He's like, I want a hype man in my band. And that's why he got Gita come in. He was like, you're gonna be my hype man when I'm like singing. Um, and that's sort of like how that kind of like play. And it sort of, they kind of go back and forth here and there. But um, I know I want to listen to it again to like listen for that. Cause I totally was not listening to it like a, like a back and forth, like a hip hop album. And that, that kind of intrigues me that to like try and bring that in. Huh? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, um, um, go it's, for it. It's like right around the era of like run DMC and shit, you know? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so Rob said that this the waiting room, this first song is uh, number one, and it is by quite a bit. Um, their top five songs played on Spotify, three of them, three of the five are from this album. So people who like this band really like this album. Yeah, I think this one and well, they only had like six albums, I think, over the years. Um, they were a big touring band. I think they played like a thousand shows or something insane like that. Um, Damn. in like 10 years. Yeah. It's like not, and they like recorded them all too. So you can like go buy them on their website. But, um, but yeah, so that's waiting room. So, um, you said, you said the song sounds familiar, right? Mm-hmm. When this baseline mm-hmm. came on and this song started, I heard sublime. Before anyone says anything, like when it's just instruments and that bass line, like how this comes in, like it just, it felt like sublime to me. It was like, oh, oh, what's this going to be? And then like Danzig came on the mic and I'm like, God fucking damn it. I said the same thing. (laughs) It wasn't Danzig. It was like a guy trying to sound like Danzig. It was like caffeine free diet Danzig. <laughs> you know what? He is caffeine free. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny that, like, yeah, yeah that that uh, it's like the opposite of Danzig, right? But yeah, the music is like um, Sleep, sleepwalking Danzig. I feel like a lot of this stuff. It's like, oh, it sounds like something else I heard, and it's always like something that came like later. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, because there's a yeah. lot of stuff. It's like West Coast hip hop type, and I'm, or um, West Coast type punk, and I'm like. You know, that sounds like rancid or something like it's you know, but um, uh, yeah, five, ten years before them. Yeah. yeah, I mean this was way before Sublime, so that's really yeah. funny. And then other stuff you're like, oh, this is like Nirvana. This song sounds like a Nirvana song. It's like, <laughs> no, it's like a couple years before Nirvana, <laughs> you know. Um Yeah, they were like the I don't know. They were just like a band's band. Like I like I had heard of them and knew about them, but like I can never get their albums when I was a little 
Through Shop and, uh, Tower and, Records. Yeah, I know. I didn't go to like Repo Records. But it's just like a, I don't know, they're kind of an interesting group. Dude, those record stores, like when I, when I was, I wasn't 16 yet, but I was close to 16 and I realized that there are stores like besides the big like Best Buys and Circuit Cities and shit like that that you could get tapes at and CDs. I was like, what? What is this place? Yeah. You should have gone, Cliff. Yeah, they're still around, so I, I could probably go and get an album there now. But now, nowadays you can get everything everywhere, right? Except for yeah, De La Soul. Like everything <laughs> yeah. but De La Soul you can get. You can get it. You it's just can't fu- get it on the internet. <laughs> it's so expensive, dude. You can't you can get it physical copies for cheap? I I didn't say cheap. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like I saw dude, some of the shit I saw online, I was like, wow, that's really expensive. Like used albums? You know why? Because you can't stream it, that's why it's expensive. That's what I'm saying. What if I have some DLS all around I could sell? Um, <clears throat> anyway, so the, uh, the first song, Waiting Room, that's, that's a Makai song. Um, and then it goes into uh, the uh, Picciotto song, Picciotto song, uh, Bulldog Front. And so it's funny, like, they each write their own songs, and, like, they feel, like, I don't know. To me, they're, like, different in that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Half the time, I don't really understand what, like, Guy Picciotto, like, what he's trying to say. It's just kind of cool. And then oh, yeah. Ian McKay, when he sings, it's like like there's no beating around the bush. <laughs> like he's like, I'm not, like no metaphor. <laughs> like I'm just gonna <laughs> tell you what I think. Um and so it's kind of funny how the two guys are like just different in there, but like the music behind it's the same, right? So they kind of flow yeah. well together. Um so this... he has a song. Oh, go ahead. No, go go for it. I was gonna, so he has uh Bulldog Front, um, which is uh Sort of has these like catchy rhythms. I don't know, and um, uh, it's sort of like uh, what did I write down? Interspersed catchy rhythms with weird guitar noise in the chorus. <laughs> yeah, I heard that the the weird guitar noise. Yeah, which they do a lot. Anyway, and the whole song's just in like... You know what's crazy about that, that, that Bulldog front sound? Um, one thing I noticed during the um, the verses, it sounds like um, like the way they EQ'd the instruments, maybe it's the guitars, I don't know. It sounds kind of like, like it's in a box, right? Like just think like, like, like metaphorically. Like the way they EQ'd the mix, like it's kind of in a box, like they kind of rolled off the highs and they kind of boosted the mids the mid frequencies a little bit and then during the chorus it's like they open the box and you get to like full sound spectrum it's kind of crazy the way they mixed it like it's like they held back 
intentionally during the verses and then open it up in the chorus. It's like it's like the songs hit a box and then they open it up for the chorus. And it gets loud. Kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was it was interesting. It was like one thing I noticed. Like hmm. I mean I don't know. I, I figured how long could we go into this episode before I say like I patented like yeah, this is my the normal type of music I listen to, so I listen to the recording techniques like that's what I <laughs> <laughs> No, that's actually I was actually curious because so unlike the misfits who aren't really trying to re- like to record pretty like these guys I think are really putting like effort into like producing yeah, no, like you know what I mean? It did sound I'm kinda good. curious. And, and like my initial reaction is like like you dropped the album and I listened to like the first three or four songs. And I was like Okay, yeah, we still have like three and a half weeks before we have to listen to this shit for the podcast. So I'm gonna put that on the shelf for a while because I don't think I'm gonna listen to three and a half weeks of this. And so that's what I did. And um, I listened to it again this week, like a few times. And I was like, you know what? I think that this is gonna be an opportunity for me to sit back and learn because Cliff is really good about explaining these bands and, and these groups that I have no that I know nothing about. So I was like, I, I might be better off just as a listener tonight and not offering my patented, eh, it's not my cup of tea type of thing. You know what I mean? But as I listen to it more, I, I, I basically like everything but the vocals. The vocals are the only thing that just throw me off. Oh, yeah. I would agree with that. I really like the instrument, like the instruments and the way that they yeah, put like, things together. Yeah, for sure. Like, like, like the bass throughout has like this... Um, it's not like a clean bass. It's like a really like growly kind of like grimy, dirty kind of growl. It's like a growly bass tone. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. And then the guitars, you get, it's like two lead guitars and they kind of pan them left and right. And they both kind of doing similar but different things. And they do a whole lot of stuff with like the feedback and, and like like delays and effects and shit with the guitars that kind of like has an effect. But it's all guitars. And the drumming throughout is always on point. It always mixed really well and panned great. And, and, and like the drummer is probably my favorite part of the whole album. That dude's on point. This shit's good. He's really good. And he's like not over, like he's in the background the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and the, yeah, like, the drum and the bass hold this whole album together. Like every song is like held together with like this like consistent sort of bass. I mean, they change it up, but it's like bass line is like the backbone. And then the guitars are just like, like in some places they're like, they're just holding it up to the speaker. You know what I mean? And then they're like mixing it in a weird way. It sounds good. Or they're doing like weird stuff. Um, and then sometimes doing like a staccato rhythm just to like keep it going. But um, yeah. And then like when the vocals come in, they'll like drop all the sound down and it's just bass and drums a lot of times. And they just like singing or talking and then they like explode into like noise. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do a lot of weird song structure stuff where they don't really do. It's not like verse, chorus, verse. They'll just have like some things are just like the guy just like talks for like two minutes and then they'll have like he kind of talks, and then it like just dissolves and gets louder and louder and louder and louder and stuff. But um, but yeah. So that's anyway. This um this bulldog front song, I really hear it has a little bit of that '90s punk vibe to it, but it was done in '89. Like that's the thing. Like it, I hear like not necessarily the vocals, but like I hear the rest of the music, and I'm like, this is like this is good like uh, this kind of reminds me of of the stuff i listened to a lot growing up um but there's still that like 80s rock influence to it it feels like mm-hmm. and i hear it a lot in this bulldog front song i don't know yeah like like with the guitars especially and then, but the, it's kind of like all over the place like i'll hear certain things that remind me of other things like yeah like there's yeah. certain songs that have like almost like a red hot chili peppers kind of vibe but 
with a bad vocalist instead of a good one. And then <laughs> <laughs> there's other songs that like have like um it's like they're trying to be like a it's almost like if you took like I don't know, whenever I hear the guy singing, I can't help but picture him like doing like funky like things with this body, you know, kinda of like 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 Mick Jagger, you know what I mean? Like he puts Dude. his chest out and he puts his chest out yeah. and his chin with their down, shirt on, right? And he does like and he does like weird stuff with the shoulders like that, like while he's singing, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's very the greatest visual bit in the history of the show and nobody's yeah. gonna know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like he's very animated. So like from the waist up he's like the 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 crazy wavy arm balloon guy in front of the car wash. You know, I mean, just like he's <laughs> always kind of wiggling around. Like I don't know. Like he has all this inflection in his voice. And I don't know. That's just what I got from him. Him vocally. I don't know. It's like I couldn't help but picture like the singer and the faces he's making. And like I don't know. You get, he's really into it, and it's hard. You can't just be really into something without like moving around. You know what I mean? It's like I'm thinking like crowds from like Red Hot Chili Peppers and Rolling Stones, kind of Mick Jagger, kind of. But in the vein yeah. of Danzig, yeah, these guys are like, like I, I get they're very serious about what, like they're not like joking. Like a lot, like a lot of bands where they kind of joke around about, or they're just being goofy. And these guys, I don't think, are ever goofy. <laughs> um, they're very like on a mission, you know. <clears throat> but uh, and so, anyway, so next up, Bulldog Front goes into Bad Mouth, which is I think another kind of bigger song. Yeah, I, I know remember. this song from somewhere. I don't know yeah. if it was in a movie or like a or like a um, compilation tri- like disc that I bought or something. But I I definitely know this song. Mm-hmm. And it starts off like, like it's like okay, it's like an alt rock, like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, like guitars, drums, and stuff. And then it like stops and it's like, nope, West Coast uh, ska punk, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know. It's one I really like a lot. The song, but you know, yeah. it's funny. Like you talk about the like. So when I sat down to like get ready to listen, I'm like, all right, I'm actually gonna like listen to what these guys are saying. Because like, I just usually would put this on and like, it's almost like a great background album, like Black Crows or like some other stuff we done where it's like, okay, I just like to throw it on and listen to it. Oh, dude, um, yeah, I dude. tried to game and like other. take notes on this album, mm-hmm. and I would just get, I would just be at like the end of the album. Like I'd hear the first like three or four songs and then it'd just be the fucking end of this album. And they all flow together. And then like yes. they do these like changes in the middle of a song that like 
where like the first half is like the prior song and the second half is like the next song and you're like where are we in this album dude uh, i i wrote notes on some on like a song and i went to write something else about that song today and i looked at the previous note and i'm like this note was not positive about this song and i'm about to write something positive about this song <laughs> like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah uh yeah, so they start off with that with those guitars. They go into their West Coast punk, um, again with just like a great bass and this these little staccato guitars. And then they finish the song up again, going back to like alt rock. The, the like they start off with this like alt rock like guitar riffs and stuff. They go into this like you know like like funky bass thing, and then they end up with just like the alt rock guitars again, and they like smash it together. And it like work like it sounds ridiculous, but it really like works as a song. I don't know. It's like they put like one song inside of another song. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, this song was like the, the drums held it together for me on this one, and that was like a thing that I noticed. Like, I could always find like a redeeming factor in each of the cuts, except for maybe one. There was one I skipped every time because it was just too much. I couldn't do with the vocals. <laughs> but, um, it was one. It was one. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. We'll get to it. But um, but in the end, it was like I could always like go back to the drums. Like, man, shit's good. Yeah. They're drumming their bass player really tight in this band. Yeah. yeah. I feel um, like that's the thing that I never noticed. Like, I, uh, you just, I just took them for granted in each song that they were going to be there. And then, like, the vocals were very hit and miss. And the guitars, even sometimes, were like hit or miss for me. But, like, as I was going through, it's like, yeah, drummer, solid, bass line, solid. It's, you know, it's just, it was how wacky was the guitar riffs and how. Uh, Danzig was the sing- singing, uh, whether I like the song or not. Dude, um, I also wrote more notes about the bass than m- most other aspects of the song. Like, throughout all of my notes, there's a lot of notes about the bass, so I'm with you guys. What's the trip? Like, some, like, some bands, like, defined by their bass sound or their drum sound or whatever, and, like, other ones are, like, and the, the guitars are, like, kind of, I don't know secondary this one it seems like yeah yeah exactly i don't know this one it seems like yeah it's like for me the drums and bass hold it together and the guitars are like the only thing that kind of throw it off and like give the like give these guys their i don't know their color you know what i mean that makes sense yeah but like the the mom and the family they hold it exactly yeah it's like yeah but the guitars are like the drunk dad like yeah, they no, come in like they're all wacky and fun and like sometimes they're terrible and like sometimes they just like, they're really loud you know and like <laughs> say we have the you foundation know? is there like the drums and bass yeah. and it's like and, and yeah it's good so what was that bad so next that is bad uh, bad. um yeah i guess we can go through the songs pretty quick because it's kind of like tough to talk about this to be honestly it's like usually I like the uh, at least what this song means is the song means is what they're talking about but it's kind of like uh, like a lot of times, there's only a couple songs that I think really like. I'm like, okay, I kind of get what they're talking about, but where it's kind yeah. of an interesting thing. Most of it, it's like just kind of a cool song. Yeah, no, let's keep flowing um, through it. <clears throat> so burning. So this one's a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a yeah, pick you. So he's the again, he's the emo guy. So <laughs> his songs are all like. I, at one point, I was like, I think his songs were all talking about him, and the other guys will sing about other people, but it's not true. I went back and looked. That blew my theory up. But yeah, so this one has just like again that like a driving guitar and bass, and it's like dun 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 through the whole thing. Um, 
And I think it just is this the one that I think this is one that where it kind of builds and builds and builds throughout the song. Well, this this one like in the in the intro is the one where it just they you see more instead of like the punk and the the more nineties type of sounds and the sublime and red hot chili peppers, they like they just let the electric guitar hang and there's like a classic rock type of vibe to the intro of the song for me. There's also cowbell in this song. Is there? There's a cowbell. Yeah. That's what holds the song together in this one is the cowbell. Mm-hmm. Really, oh, as it does in every song where it's present. <laughs> Insert cowbell clip. Yeah, it's just one of their slower songs. And then, um, the, oh yeah, so then um, next, um, the song number five on here, uh, Give Me the Cure, which I think is like the same song as, I don't know why they're different songs, other than they, they didn't want to be more than two minutes long, a song, I guess. Because it, it um, this is one that I, I think, uh, um, yeah, it felt like it went with that burning song above, like, because in burning, it's just over and over again. He's like, ah, my eyes are burning. It's like the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> and then in Give Me the Cure, he's like, oh, I just need to get some more drugs. Yeah, give me <laughs> the like, shot. Give me the pill. Give me the, give me the cure. No. Also, this one is one where it kind of switches up at the chorus. Uh, yeah. Where, like, like heavily into almost like a different song, it feels like. Because it starts off super slow, and then it just builds, and anyway. Yeah, I'm assuming it's an anti-drug call- song, since these guys are straight edge, but versus a pro-drug song, but who knows. If I didn't know that they were straight edge, I would have thought it was pro-drug, but... Hi, yeah. 
But I now you mentioning that it's straight edge sort of makes me feel like they're critiquing people who, instead of dealing with their problems, just want drugs. Which is, mm. to be honest, if your anti-drug song makes people want to do drugs, it's not a good. That's not. Good <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Dare program all over again. It's like, it's like okay, you dare me to do drugs. All right, came on. <laughs> damn, you're oh. right, Nancy Reagan. Drugs would be cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so give me the cure. And then that moves into the song number six, uh, The Suggestion. Which, so mm-hmm. this one's actually kind of an interesting song. I imagine this is probably the one that you might have skipped, Chuck, because it's like, it's just him spouting. <sighs> but it's um, laid back. No, The Suggestion was the one that gave me the uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper vibes. It's the bass line. Yeah, just the, yeah. Way, the way it drops in. Yeah, I, I have a note in here. I really like this bass line. this about one of his friends because she was complaining about getting catcalled all the time and so he wrote like this like feminist song where it's all like you know like and it does to this whole he's very serious about it um but the cool thing is that when they would play it in concert like they would invite like female fans on stage to sing the female parts and there's actually this one recording where it was so he wrote it about his friend amy pickering i found out and she was uh like a lead singer of another punk band which i don't have written down but um and she it was her, she was the one who was complaining about it. He was like bitching about getting yelled at all the time. And there's a show in 91 they have on YouTube where like she he invites her up to sing like the beginning song, like the lyrics. And it's like they go on for like eight minutes. And it's funny to talk about the bass because for eight minutes, that dude has to play that bass line without stopping. <laughs> um, like the, everything else stops at points when they start talking and stuff and whatever. But um, but it was pretty, it's pretty cool. And again, it's like 1988. And the whole song is about how like, you know, we shouldn't be catcalling women. It's like not fair. And like, if you just stand by and like let it happen, like we're all part of the problem. Like it's very like for like, very like nowadays that'd be like yeah, if you yeah. expect that to come out like this year, you know what I mean? That song and they're like yeah, yeah. especially a punk band. Like no one, I don't know. There was like the Riot Girl stuff, but I think like a lot of punk bands weren't very like feminist oriented, if I remember correctly, yeah, or music in also, general back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you're also like speaking to your audience too. You know what I mean? Like generally speaking, like like you're saying, like gen- like generally speaking, my fans are more or less a bunch of knuckleheads. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna like, okay, I don't want you to be knuckleheads. I want you to do better. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what though? Like a lot of punk was was like this shit is stupid. Do better. Or be better. Like if you look at like No Effects or Bad Religion or you know like that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. There was a lot of political. Yeah, it was very like, well, there was like that, there was like a thread of punk that was very political and like some mm-hmm. parts that weren't, but, um, but there wasn't a lot of like feminist song. I mean, I, I mean, maybe they were, and I just, I mean, there's a lot I don't know about. Say Ferris um, probably has one. He took a lot one. of crap at the time because he was like a dude writing a song like from a woman's perspective and stuff. Yeah, in the late um, 80s. Yeah, even then, like, because all the, because there were like these girl punk bands who were like, you know, we're like hardcore and we're like, like, this, these are our songs and you're writing some song that we should be writing and, you know, anyway. But, um, but yeah, so I kind of like that one. It's kind of neat, especially like, and like, looking at it now and thinking about like, so much of this album, I feel like, again, it came out really early and, like so much of this sounds like oh that sounds like this thing that came out in like the nineties or you know this part sounds like Nirvana or this part sounds like this like alt rock because it doesn't really fit in like one genre of like it's a punk band a punk song or is it an alt rock album or is it like some other thing no it's and a it tiny house came before all that stuff you know it does feel like yeah it uh, you sort of give it an unfair shake because all of these sounds you've heard so many times. Mm-hmm. since then mm-hmm. and like it's such like a normal part of my music listening experience it's like i never really got that hook into me uh whereas you know if i had been listening to this in 1989 uh this would be like holy shit this stuff's all new and it's it sounds new, great yeah yeah they just got kind of like things got copied and stuff but um but even it even, like holds up like even if it came out like now it would probably be like a pretty contemporary album. Like it doesn't like it's a little timeless in that regard. I wrote uh, down for this song. Um, it's a good change from give me the cure the previous song. It's yeah. a little bit more laid back. There's only a little bit of yelling. <laughs> <laughs> what well, the very end when he calls us all guilty. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, we get it. These guys are no. kind of preachy a little bit on the preachy side. Yeah, these guys are um, wound quite tightly, I think. Mike would explain why other people with the same uh, sound had better success in that uh, they well, were able to have fun with their music. Yeah, so the funny thing about success is like these guys were like so wound tightly that they like they refused to charge more than like $10 for tickets for any of their shows. Um, they turned down like a $10 million recording contract because they were like, no, we're, we're, we don't believe in recording con- like. So like, so I'm a big fan of like Nirvana and Nirvana was always like, yeah, we don't really care about being cool or like, but like secretly all they wanted to do was be cool. Like right. Kurt Cobain, like all he wanted to do was be a rock star, even though he pretended he didn't want to. Like these dudes were like legitimately like, no, we don't want any of it. And they like straight up, like turned it all down like for years. Um, and they were, I mean, they had all kinds of like, like to be on MTV and to be in Rolling Stone mag. And they were just like, no, we're not doing any of that stuff, which is why like you never heard, like they literally turned it all down, but they would sell out. Um, you know, they'd go to like, like some city and play in like a, um, play in like a church and sell out like a hundred person room church for like eight days straight. You know what I mean? At like $5 a head. That's like how they did it. And like, they wouldn't sell merch cause they were like, ah, we don't, we have to hire a merch guy. We don't want to deal with that. So like, they were just like, they were very like bare bones. Um, they called them like the, you know, do it yourself type band or whatever, but like they, but they kind of like, again, like they were super preachy and like, I feel like they'd be annoying, but. They kind of like that's like with that side of it. They also were just like, like kind of honest about what they were, I guess, in some regards. Um, it's kind of like looking back, it's kind of impressive to think about, like turning all that down. I don't like I certainly wouldn't have done that. Fuck it was no. probably a mistake, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> no, it was definitely a mistake. <laughs> you, you should probably if you could find him today and be like, all right, man, it's been 41 yeah. years. 
Hopefully you're still alive. You're in your 60s. How is that fucking job at McDonald's going because you're still working? These guys are still um, like, no, no, we did the right thing. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, Rob. Yes, sir. I just wanted to point out that 1989 was not 41 years ago. Mm. Oh, 31. God damn it. <laughs> I also like that Rob raised his hand for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's, a, there's a raise hand button, by the way. Oh, yeah, there oh my God. <laughs> I often, when I have a, a correction that needs to be made, will uh, just raise my hand and wait for, wait for <laughs> Fluffy to call on me. It's, it, yes, that or emojis. Uh, yeah, movies are cool. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go like my uh, like my daughter's class. Like, like she can't see the kids with the hands up, but she doesn't touch the nose. Oh, that's um, such a good idea. Goes. That is pretty smart, dude. My kid like kid doesn't get called like because they do the, the video calls, and he is like <laughs> no chill when it's like he has to say something and they don't call on him. And I'll see him like he's like bouncing in his chair, like ah, he's like banging his desk. And I'm like, yeah, like, he's like, I have a question, like, dude. Get out, come on, man. Having like, having a having a kid in kindergarten, like she'll sit there after, and she'll be like, I have to ask the teacher a question, and the teacher will be like, she'll wait and wait and wait, and the teacher will be like, okay, what do you need? And she'll be like, um, my dad caught three mice in the attic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> her teacher's like you just you just wasted like shit. three <laughs> like, uh, I made this like, turtle out of aqua beads today my cousin <laughs> gave me aqua beads my birthday last year yeah yeah dude <laughs> oh, it's just okay, like cool. this, it's Thank like you. you don't you don't have to tell the teacher that that's uh, okay well the funny Sorry. part is you know that like cause you'd send your kids to school and they disappear and you're like whatever yeah and you know that, like, that's the shit that goes down all day. Oh, in the classroom. yeah. All day you're long. Just, you're now seeing it like, this is what it's like like to teach fourth grade. You're like, oh, my God. We do not pay our teachers enough money to deal with our shithead kids. Dude, they got to deal with Dude. that and and explain fractions to somebody. Explaining fractions to any human being is like, <laughs> let alone like a 10-year-old. Um, no, you just got to buy a bunch of pies, dude. Wait till like, Thanksgiving to do it. Where like the pumpkin pies are like a dollar fifty each, you know what I mean? Used to buy like ten of those bitches and just fucking slice them up. Fractions, pumpkin pie day. I should be a teacher. You should be a teacher. Pumpkin pie day. Anyways, so uh, glue man, we can just don't have to talk about. It. Let's just skip it because that's what I did every time it came on. So let's just oh, skip cool. it. It's <laughs> it was not one I enjoyed either. It was definitely on my skip list more often than listen to. It's just the vocals are just so obnoxious. Like, dude, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. So that that was the last song on the um the original Fugazi EP. Mm. I don't even know what it was called. I guess it was just called Fugazi or something. I don't even. Know. How are you gonna end your EP on a bad note? Well, the funny part thing about Glue Man is that that was like their. That's what they ended all their shows with. That song. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That was their like show ender for like years. I think. Um, and the lesson is drugs are bad. Again, drugs are bad. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Margin Walker, this is the, re- so the second EP was recorded. Like they recorded one in like, like January and then went on like a 300 day tour or something insane. And then came back and like, I'll record a whole album. Um, and they recorded like a whole bunch of songs. And then at the end of it, they're like, okay, we like four of these. So we're going to make it an EP and they threw the rest out. 
Um, and so the first one of that was uh, this Marge Walker song, which um, I honestly, I swear to God, I think the song is about him looking out of a window at a girl walking by and jerking off. <laughs> I like I'm like I was like looking stuff to like I was trying to figure out like what it's about I was like googling a little bit and I'm like it can't really be about this and like no one, everyone's like oh it's assassination or like some other bullshit or something stupid but no he's like legitimately like I'm watching you walk by and I'm gonna like I'm gonna set myself up at a window this margin walker wants a clear view the margin walker wants a clear shot and now I'm shooting it right on you <laughs> So yeah, no, that definitely yeah, sounds like I'm like, like this is yeah, yeah. <laughs> untraceable, untranslatable, which I think this is before DNA evidence was around. So it's like the late 80s. Um, like you do that now, you couldn't be like untraceable because you're clearly it would just have. So so, so that so they're not okay with cat calling, but they're okay with jerking off on passersby. I mean, hmm. I think it's a I think it's a morality tale. Like you shouldn't be jerking off on people as they walk by. That's what I gather. <laughs> yeah. um, so like, but again, thing, like, it sounds so interesting. Like like a drug song, it's sometimes you know you talk about jerking off on people trying to say it's bad, and it just makes it sound appealing. Well, public masturbation aside, uh, I think it had a really fucking funky like intro, like almost like surfer vibe to it. I like the surferness like song. It also you didn't really, like this song? No, I did like it. But oh it yeah. Builds, um, I like other songs that kind of build like throughout, like they kind of crescendo at the end, like they kind of add more sound and more sound to it. Um, and they do that on a fair number. I think this is one of them. Well, this was a very important message. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is the 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 cover of the EP is a picture of one of the guys that looks like jizz in his face. So, <laughs> again, I don't like. This is don't the, uh, so so they're like progressive. Like drugs are bad. Don't don't cat call people, but like deviant sexual stuff or like sexual like stuff is okay. No, which, no, this is a this is a what you're not supposed to do. Wait, message. you're not supposed to jerk off in people's faces. Well, not strangers walking by in the street. Not mm. like out of a window. Yeah, I mean. But he's talking yeah. about the EP cover. Oh yeah. Well, again, it's it, you know, it, it. I think it's a no. It, it's supposed to be no, but maybe it's really a you know. But maybe like, they're just really into sex like stuff. Maybe. Maybe we got this whole. Maybe the whole strategy thing we got wrong. You know what? This, uh, cooler this than we conversation. Thought. I can't help but think of this conversation. It's like we really did Tracy Chapman bad, dude. <laughs> yeah, but think about that. Like, we did her dirty, bro. I feel bad about that. I think we're <laughs> I mean, we're trying to justify like the higher points of a song about jerking off on strangers. No, I I didn't say shit about like what the actual song was about. I just think 
the the melody that plays has like a like a funky surfer vibe to it. Yeah. This was yeah. the part of the album where like all the songs started to blend together and I didn't know which ones were which anymore. I was just yeah. you know, I just throw it on my fucking headphones and just start working and next thing you know I'm like, wait, is the album over? Is is this beginning on my second listen or is this the end of my first listen or what, where am I? Contemporary like, context because they all kind of blended together, which is kind of the like the supposed to kind of sound give you a feel and a vibe. I mean, that vibe is never like my shit personally. And to be honest, I have confession time. Um, I think after I heard Glue Man, I had to like have a palate cleanser. Like I had to just stop the album and just put on some fucking <laughs> shit of knucklehead rap just to just to center myself. You know what I mean? Like like get myself back home. Maybe you know, just like some dumb shit. I don't know. I felt like we just it was a bridge too far. I was like, man, goddamn it, Cliff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're gonna talk about these next four songs, but really, they all were basically the same for me until the last song on the album. So, which also sounded different. But the next song on the list was, and the same. Yeah, it's more of the same. More of the same. <laughs> and the same is so, more of the same. It's funny, this, the second EP2 feels more like an alt-rock kind of album sound to it. Um, which were like almost like one of those like West Coast Seattle band type things. Because it's got more of that like fuzzy guitar stuff going on than that first thing. Like, you know, okay, go ahead. The bass line for that is like um, just classic rock kind of sound. <clears throat> it's kind of like a walking baseline kind of I don't know it's good yeah yeah and again yeah the lyrics I mean I'm not sure what it's about um but it's very like I don't know it's pretty cool it's just like something about political correctness and like don't be racist I think is the song <laughs> in a nutshell or be racist again we, we don't know which way they go sometimes but um but yeah so I like this one too in the same um, and that's followed up with uh, the song Burning 2 um, god damn it Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part it's, it's not me <laughs> it's 100% Rob <laughs> is it? Oh, god, it it's your fucking smoke alarm dog <laughs> that funny. Oh, oh, man. I am Spartacus uh, but so and um and burning two again this kind of has i feel like that west coast ska style a little bit to it i really i i really don't hate the verses as much um they have a nice flow to them but dude the chorus like it gets oh yeah it just gets like i don't know the, the, the guitars are like awkward for me
This is the one that sounds like a um, uh, what was the band that preceded Rancid? What were they called? Operation um, Ivy. Operation Ivy. Yeah, it feels like an, which they were around the same time. So it's not like I don't think they copy each other. Oh yeah, they were totally that. But that it feels frame. like that. It's got that sort of like like the harmony vocals in it, and um, and just that like staccato, almost like reggae like beat a little bit. Um, and it's funny too because this is a they have another song on this album called Burning, and this one's called Burning too. So I don't I don't know if that's like. I mean, that's just one was called Burning at one point, and they're like, you know, we can't have two songs called Burning on the same. I guess they were different EPs, technically, but. So, <laughs> this is the second Burning song, Burning 2. Um, T-O-O, if that matters. <laughs> also, Texas. it's also Burning. Yes. Yeah. Burning mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Burning as well. Um, and so, this moves us into the, uh, Provisional. And again, my note is oh, this feels like a 90s alt rock song <laughs> uh, in 1988. <laughs> um, and this is the one I think this is when I started to think about like Nirvana and stuff. I'm like, man, I bet you Nirvana listened to this. Yeah, it just gets away from that. It's where it's it, they're getting like less and less punk in some sense. Like I know mm-hmm. they're like the one guy's from like Minor Threat, which is like like hardcore hardcore punk band. Um, and then and this is like couldn't be further. It's funny they call this they call them like post hardcore is like the genre I was looking it up, which is just like any band that was like we were in a hardcore band and now we just want to make like pop songs. That's mm-hmm. like post hardcore. Um, but and this feels like they're really like transitioning away from that. Because later on in like their later albums, they get more and more like musical and they start having like instrumentals and stuff like that. And um, and like slower songs and they get really away from like at the end. They're like, I don't even know if many of their songs are even like punk songs. They're just like like singer songwriter type stuff in, in some regards. Um, well, you put that I'm so tired song on the day one playlist. And that's yeah. just basically a singer songwriter song. Yeah. And like it's pianos, too. They have like a piano. Yeah. Going. It's definitely not a punk song. Um, and that was, I think, from one of their late, like in the late nineties, I think. Um, so that's provisional. Comes after provisional. Oh, lockdown. Now we got to lock it down. Again, a catchy bassline and noisy guitars. I wrote down, dude. This one. Yeah, um, the noisy guitars for sure. They definitely stand out. Like it's a sense of tone. So yeah. about a minute 30 into the song, like the guitars start playing really fast and it's totally a 90s like punk, like just this classic 90s punk, like fast guitar. I don't know. I liked it. The weird, like, distorted kind of off tune shit, too. It's kind of like more noise than it is music, you know what I mean? Mm hmm. Yeah, this one has a lot yep. of that. Um, 
like that chicka chicka ching kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which they yeah, use that staccato totally. guitar on a lot of their songs, but it's not distorted and loud. It'll be like it'll be real um Yeah. It'll almost be like part of the bass line. It'll be like following yeah, the bass. They're kinda of, kinda of, but this is like it's like, this rare, is rare, rare, rare. it's like almost like a siren y kind of interesting sound. It's kind of just give it like that off kilter vibe. Um and that leads us into I think this is the last song on the album. Mm-hmm. Is uh, promises? Um, you know, okay, I have something to say about promises. Yeah. Okay. I put my, I put my beer down for those that didn't hear it. Um, <laughs> I was like, "All right, here we are." I like this song, right? Then he started singing, or maybe because it has a really awesome guitar riff at the beginning. starts out super good and then you and like then he starts singing and i immediately got taken out of like the context of 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 the song itself and like what he's trying to say i couldn't help but think like this is just a dude like scribbling in a fucking journal and he just decided to turn it into a song like the lyrics itself like it doesn't make any sense it's literally basically just a journal entry that he just started singing over this music I don't know. Yeah. This like, very you know, like, yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's talky. It's like, not like, I don't know. It's not like a song. It's just, he just happens to be singing the words that are in front of him. Like, um, it, it, you don't fucking drove me crazy. I don't know. I'm sorry to offend all the, uh, suicidal tendencies stands in, in, in the, uh, listening audience, but suicidal tendencies, like the guy would just like go off and just start shouting random bullshit. And like it didn't have any rhyme or reason or structure to it. He would just start fucking rambling and ranting and screaming about all kinds of random shit. That's the kind of vibe I got. I was like, man, this guy isn't even writing a song. He's just fucking saying whatever the fuck is on his piece I'd, of paper. I will say, I, mean, that, I, guess I do like, like, I do like when he goes, "Promises are shit." <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that part. They're like the hook or whatever. But yeah, like the actual verse is just like. It's like, yeah. this isn't like a song. This is just a dude writing a fucking journal and singing it. I don't know. But the music itself, like, like the music again, is so good in this one. The whole album from the beginning to end, it's like, just cut out the vocal human instrumental version. Same thing like with, uh, with Zan's pick. I felt the same way. Was it Zan's pick or? Yeah, it was Zan's. Yeah. Uh, where, where all of the best songs were the ones where the guy didn't sing and had a guest singer on it instead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, I don't know. Maybe it's just... Yeah, like I, I, like the like chorus is cool, but like as far as the verses in this one, it's just they don't do it for me. But I mean, but again, like with the music is good, and that was kind of like the theme for me for the whole album. It's like if I can get an instrumental version of this album, that'd be great. Yeah, I don't disagree. Like it's funny because I, like I listen to, I love this album. I put it on all the time, and listen to it, and it's the like when I really sit down and critically listen to it, it's the music that I really like. Yeah. Um. And it just and it like kind of and I don't really even like put on like oh, I want to listen to like just the song or I don't like take a song off here 
and throw it on a playlist. I just like throw the album on and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, like, and again, like you talk, like, I mean, I think Rob, you're saying like, you had a hard time knowing what song you're on. And I'm like, I kind of had the same oh, yeah. like issue, you know, at, at one point I was listening to it on, like random and I like, didn't even notice at first. <laughs> I was like, um, but, uh, but yeah, musically, like these guys are like really talented. Like it's just a tight band. For being like a punk band, and a lot of punk bands are real like loose and sloppy with how they uh, play things in their music. These guys are like really tight. They're really together. Like it's really thought out, and they put a lot of like, like in how they combine the like these like the bass and drums with like all this noise. Like I like how they put it. Like a lot of times that can be like frustrating and like it's kind of sloppy, but it feels everything feels like super intentional in the in the music and how they put it together. <laughs> and then the songs, like some of the songs I like, the, like the lyrics are kind of cool and all. And some of them are fun. And I think some are like have good like messages and stuff and are kind of ahead of their time. But yeah, like a lot of it, I'm like, cause I was trying to tell them like, okay, what does this mean? Like, what are they saying? Like, what's like a, like, you know, we always like talk about like lyrics are like good to talk about. They're fun to talk about. You can like look them up online yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. Like the, the, the whole like literature, like interpretation of it. You yeah. Know, like, like what are they singing about? Like, yeah. But a lot of it, I was like, I kind of was like, I don't know what they're exactly singing about, but I don't kind of really care. Um, <laughs> and like, uh, I mean, I'm sure like, I mean, to them, it feels very like they're very serious. They're a very serious band. So it's not like they're just like making stuff up for no reason. But I was like, yeah, was, the lyrics didn't really hit me as much when I really sat down to listen to them and like look them up and stuff um, and like see what they're and like pulling out quotes. Like there weren't a lot of like, OK, that's like a cool line. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I didn't get a lot of that, which, which in other albums I like. I kind of, And it's funny because this is an album I don't listen to lyrics like other ones. I love like like Warren Zevon. Like for me, it's all about like what he's saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, the story. Yeah, no, I, I caught that one for yeah, sure. I mean, like, well, yeah, that one was yeah. like super interesting to me. I was like, what the mm. fuck is this guy? Like, because I never heard it before, other than the Bears and Albuquerque. You know what I mean? Like, that was like, <laughs> off the wall shit for me. I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna sit down and listen to this critically. And yeah. this one, it was like I started to do that. I'm like, is there even, a, is there even like enough depth for me to try to dive into it? You know what I mean? Or should, or should I just take ah. it for what it is? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's pretty straight yeah so even like like the misfits like up like as goofy as it is i love their weird sci-fi lyric stuff like the music's like cool and all but like i'm not listening to them because they're like great musicians i mean it's like the same you know but um yeah it's funny like when i like after i like i picked it i'm like oh, here's an album i like it's kind of like a seminal album be cool to talk about and then i sit down like really critically looked at it i'm like okay this is like what i like about this album is the music on it so yeah it's kind of been cool, it's kind of a neat there was album. nothing i disliked about this album it's just uh Nothing ever dug its hooks in for me either. Like, yeah, I think of back to that Misfits album mm-hmm. one, right? And there was like a couple of songs on there that were really cool and really did like made me have to listen to them. And then there were a whole bunch of things that made me hate skip them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whereas, that's a new word. Whereas this album, it was just like I set it on play and repeat and. Next thing I knew, it was four hours later, and I had listened to the songs, you know, like four or five times. Yeah, right. This album, and this album makes you want to smoke cigarettes <laughs> and drink coffee. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So, so that's Fugazi. Oh yeah, um, Fugazi, I forgot I, to tell you Fugazi what it's what it means. I I never knew what it meant. I found out what it meant. Go uh, for it. And it's an acronym from Vietnam, and it means fucked up, got ambushed, and zipped in a body bag. So there you go. <laughs> like wow fucking fuck depressing is that shit <laughs> um, I, was, I thought it was like some made up word I'm like that's because I'm again like when I was a kid 
I was like, for God, like that's they must be like the magical, mystical place I'll never get to in music. But no, that's uh, that's one of those things that you'll hear once in a while, like in war movies or something like that. We're yeah. talking about things getting all fugazi. So, um, real quick, my my opinion of this album, um, since everyone shared, I really liked the bass and the drums and the guitars, and I think the only reason that I didn't like hook into this was the I don't like the yelling like the other dude was okay like kind of but um yeah man like he just I don't know some people can do screaming and some of it's okay for me but I uh I don't know I really like the I like the other stuff though like Chuck said if there's an instrumental like I'd totally just no problem putting that on in the background Nice. Well, thank you, Cliff. Yeah. You're welcome. I, I'm I'm happy that we do this because I would have never listened to this. And I at least got to like put it on repeat and like it try and think about it and take notes of it and like I don't know. It's cool. That's cool. It's like yeah, yeah, for me especially like I like, well, I've heard, obviously, other genres. Everybody has. You know, you hear shit all over the place. But, I mean, it, but as like, far as, like... <laughs> sorry, it's like, yeah, as, like, I mean, I can't help it. I hear other music. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, I mean, what am I going to do? It's like on the store. But what I'm saying is, like, this podcast is providing me opportunity to intentionally spend time with these albums and listen to them critically and, and and kind of force myself out of my own comfort zone to hear something I otherwise wouldn't spend the other time. Like, like, like if I would have heard that fucking, that one song just like randomly in a store or some shit, I would have just walked out of the door. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, it, it, like if I was just blindsided about it, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Punch the security the, guard on the way out just out of spite? No, I'm just saying. Like, in general. But I mean, yeah, like, I, I, I'm getting to sit down and hear a bunch of shit I otherwise wouldn't have. That's cool. Like especially well, like with, yeah. Cliff, like with Cliff and Rob's picks. I mean, Derek, you haven't done anything like as far as other genres other than hip hop, have you? Not yet. No, I think I've only done hip hop. Yeah. Well, that's why it's a good mix because I try to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, nice like, to get like a roundabout, like different. You know what I mean? Like, because it's like you know, like I, I had never listened to Run the Jewels before. Believe it or not, because they yeah. came out after 2000. So like, why would I? <laughs> and and now they're my artist of the year, my Spotify uh wrapped for yep. you know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mine they, too, dude. They out uh they knocked uh Bastille off the top uh spot for the first time in like five years in terms of most listened to band, which is ridiculous in and of itself. I I think classified was my top listen uh for the last like three years and then this year it was run the jewels and he was number two or number three or something like that yeah yeah i, I have uh, apple music i don't know if they do that no they did it this year did they? They, yeah they did some version of it this year because spotify has been doing it for a few years and so i saw i saw a story or something on reddit i don't know where yeah i think my uh mine would just be like the first four songs of the playlist that we have for my daughter when we put her to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, the play, she's usually asleep by like the end of the third one. You know what I mean? And then boom. So, yeah. 
Your decision to move uh, Yankee and the Brave to the beginning of the day one, or uh, day two Potato Thumbs podcast, did lead that to be the most listened to uh, song of the year mm-hmm. for me uh, as well, or most most listened to Run the Jewels song. Because even if I'm not going to listen to the song, I listen until he says back at it like a crack at it yeah. before I skip to the next song oh, on dude. the playlist. That's so <laughs> <Yep>. good. <laughs> yeah, so, um, that line's so yeah, good. So, yeah, the first five songs in that that I've listened to in 2020 are the first five songs in that playlist. <laughs> That's really funny. And then, yeah. And then the rest are like, yeah. This, most of them are just my daughter's songs. It's funny. It's like the first like, ten of them are like hers. <laughs> it's great it's like it's so my uh my kid watches like youtube on his computer or whatever you know and uh so for school he has assignments and it's like you gotta watch like he'll have like a history thing and it's like okay it's like watch two of these videos on history like it'll be like some dumb kid thing and there's like like pick two out of five and i'm like no i'm like you gotta watch all like these are all important things you got you gotta know about like like the revolutionary war and the colonists and all this other like watch them all they're like five minutes like it's just watch them all, dude. You have like all day, and he was like arguing with me and stuff. And finally, he's like, "I don't want to watch them all." He's like, "It messes up my history and my in my uh, YouTube." <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I just I like to watch stuff in my history, and it just gets in there and messes it up. <laughs> God damn it! So that's you funny. Create your kid a school account now, so he can watch his. his... <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, make him a school profile so he can watch his school stuff on the school profile. No, he can just like live with it and watch all the shit and then just like deal with his history <laughs> like a, like an adult. <laughs> I like it. I like it, dude. But he was like, he was like, I'm like, why are you arguing with me? It's like five more minutes of videos. Like you need to, you, know, you should learn about this stuff. It's like messes up my history. <laughs> like God damn it. <laughs> like now we can see the truth of it. <laughs> I think my favorite person on the podcast is your kid, dude. <laughs> he's up there because he sits like. Like I sit, like I work here, like we're like this is where I spend my entire day. In Rob's chair, in Rob's chair, in Rob's basement. <laughs> it's like, and my kid's in the other side of Rob's basement over here. No, he like sits right over here. Right where the like, lamp we're, is. Like, like we're cubicle, like we're in like like you know like two cubicles in an office. It's like me and a fourth grader, and so like I hear all the shit he goes down all day. You know, I mean, um, like he hears yelling and like I can hear him banging on his table and like. Um, and it's hard because sometimes he's like fine, and sometimes he's like I gotta like, calm him down. But, but, um, but yeah, it's just funny. It's like it's and not like by the way for like four months it's been like this every day. <laughs> you know. You know what we need to do. So it's kind of an offshoot. Um, we need to all like everybody chip in, and we'll buy like a, we'll have like a lamp fund for Rob, and we'll send them to him for Christmas. <laughs> so he just has like eight different lamps behind him and then he just turns on a different one for each podcast you know, so, like, i like that for next week and then the following week we'll have this one over here on the side some ambient lighting over here you know what i mean like lights for rob we should Rob's get him those, Rob's, those Rob's circle those, we we need to get him those circle lights like nessie had for his eyes and then we could just we can get it on a swivel and just like hang it from the ceiling and have him rotate it it's this great. drop ceiling's in rough shape. I mean, there's the the tiles missing from where the cat fell through, uh, and then there's the tiles that we've repaired from the other cat falling through. So, Rob, How do I cats know cats get the drop ceiling. Wait, hold on. Cats always <laughs> get in drop ceilings, dude. 
How so do cats I'm, get in drop ceilings? I do. My cats fell through drop ceiling all the time at our house. How do they get like up into it? Though? I'm gonna like, explain to you if you. Okay. So Sorry. like three quarters of the uh, basement is finished, and then mm-hmm. the laundry room is unfinished. Mm-hmm. So the cat will jump up on the counter, jump up onto the water heater, jump up into the drop ceiling, and then start walking around to the drop ceiling. Yeah. That uh, checks out. Yeah, I could see that. Because <laughs> like, and that, and like, how the yeah. furnace will flow. Like, we had a furnace right by our laundry room because it was in the basement at my house. So like, it was also unfinished. So the cat would get up in there that way. Yep, That's works nice. out real well until that fat ass steps on a spot that isn't uh, supported, and then bam. Yep, and falls oh, right sure, through. Only right one through. tile falls out, except for it bends the metal, and now I have to put in new metal uh, uh. guides before I can put the the actual tiles back in so um, i have a really easy way for you to install this light fixture they make uh, these invite you to come down and do it for me no i'm gonna tell you you can do, just follow these directions that oh, hold totally on, good idea proceed with that, before we proceed um what is the drop ceiling i mean i know what it is but i don't think cliff does maybe she explain it for him <laughs> it's uh like think of a, a basement you guys don't have basements but have you seen a basement no. you were in I, north I, dakota I, I, yeah. I know you've seen a basement. It's like a it's like a living room underground, but it's, it's so, like cement. I, I I'm aware of what okay. a basement is. Yes. Okay, so you think of the, like the like basic premise, yes. like the unfinished floorboards that you can see if you look up. So mm. instead of like sheetrocking that off and um, making it more permanent, like drop ceilings were a thing. Um, I don't know in the 80s and 90s maybe. Yeah. And what it is is it's a metal frame that you hang slightly below those floor you know, floorboards in the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, um, what is that material? It's like a weird weird foam, dusty foam, fucking cardboardy material. I believe they call it sheetrock. No, No, but it's like super light. It's like ultra light. But if you break it, it's like a board material, almost like it's like a weird, yeah, but if you break it, it's like drywall where it's just fucking <laughs> dust everywhere. Yeah. So it's like the worst of both worlds. Yeah, it's like ceiling tiles. Yeah, that's what a drop ceiling yeah. is, is as the ceiling tiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so get that cliff, it's really easy. Okay, I see. I, so I, now I know how the cat got up there. Hey, isn't it funny, though, that drop ceiling material is like, like ultra light, ultra fragile, and if it breaks, it creates a giant fucking mess. Oh yeah, it's so you hang it above your head. That's obviously so. So yeah, so put it up above your carpet. Yeah. God, that time fucking Maddie's cat fell through onto my brand new monitor that I had just bought down here and <laughs> took the whole thing down onto my Xbox while I was playing down here. The, the cat, crazy? like three ceiling tiles, landed on my hands. Basically. The other thing about ceiling tile, like, how does like. Like, it's just sitting up there and there's nothing going on. Like, it's just an empty space. So how does it get, like, a pile of dirt on top of it every time? You got to, like, take one down and, it like, a pile of dirt falls off. If you ever notice that. Oh, I, I noticed it because I yeah. always managed to, like, lean it towards my face and that pile of dirt. Yeah, just, like... it's like, but where does it come from? It's just, it's, like, it's got to be a void of nothingness up there. No, but, but a lot of those, a lot of the basements aren't finished by the laundry rooms. And the laundry rooms a lot of times have, like, furnaces or furnace know, rooms that are unfinished. There. Yeah, so that sucks or pulls air. So there's air flowing through that void, and there's not yeah. nothing to really disturb it because it's same like cats. Yeah, it's blocked up. Yeah, except for cats. All right, 
We're back. I mean, we never left. We never left. We, we right, just needed right to down. poop and take our bombs. <laughs> right down. Right down the time. At the same time. Um. Okay. So, video games. Let's talk about them. Mm. Um. There's a lot of video games to talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about Destiny first. Um. So. Do we have to. Uh, they had some notes this week. Twice this week, they dropped a lot of big news. So just to touch on it, um, they said that they didn't like how rewards have dropped with this latest update. They felt like they needed to deliver more than they did for weapons and armor and stuff yeah. like that. They, they sunset too many weapons and weren't left with shit else, right? Yep. Well, that's basically the gist of it. Like that's why they they like, uh, they sunset uh, my Swarm of the Raven and my Bite of the Fox, so my so I could play Iron Banner this week and get the exact same roles on my Swarm of the Ra- Raven and Bite of the Fox so I can carry them forward two more seasons. I was a little bit upset about that. I'm like, really, guys? Like, okay. But, <sighs> yeah, I, but, I got a problem with, like, sunsetting a weapon and then you're like, well, just go get it again. Like, that, yeah. the same weapon is not cool. Like, no. cha- at least change the name and the skin. Like, that's all I need. If you do that, I'm happy. Right. Even just put a different, like, take a skin from a different gun and, like, put it on that gun. And the scope, like, just mix and match it and, like, throw a different color splash on there and, like, I'll be happy. Give it a different name. Yes. Like, it's, it, at least Fuck, it's, like, give it the same name and put a number after it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, seriously. Like, Bite <laughs> of the Fox 2.7. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, anything, yeah, I know. Like to go get the same gun that I currently have. Yes, and which won't be a good as good a roll as I have is like. Well, I mean that's boring. a that's the thing, right? Like, so I'm like, okay, I'm okay with Swarm of the Raven being sunset because that's the fucking DPS that I've used for every raid, like before the season dropped, right? So I'm like, ah, you know, it's a great gun. I used it a lot. It's getting sunset. Whatever, we'll get a new PVE weapon. But then, like, to play Iron Banner this week and just have it drop, like, left and right and have it have a new power cap, I'm like, okay, that's kind of fucking yeah. stupid. I don't know. I did like playing with new weapons. That was kind of the fun part about, like, leveling up and, like, you have blue mm-hmm. guns. And yeah. It's like you're just playing with, like, whatever. It's like whatever is highlight, I'm just going to throw it on and play with it. And I was kind of like, so I'm using, like, bows and grenade launch. I'm using all kinds of stuff I never used. And I, I enjoyed that. Um, but that came to an end pretty quick, so. Yeah, um, I'm only painfully uh, late to the uh, party uh, in that I got a high-level Ikelos uh, SMG, and so now I've built a Warmind Cell build, and I'm using that for everything. And I'm like, hey, this is really awesome. I should have probably been doing this for the last, dude, you know, forever. three seasons. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, bro. Like, yeah, I had no idea until I started watching the radio. I was like, oh, everybody's doing Warmind Cells. Those things must be good. And then I made, it actually like, went and looked at them like, oh, okay. So I drop one one myself, and it does all these things. Interesting. Cat. Cats are cool. He really just got a good chunk of skin there. Um. (laughs) Well, maybe you shouldn't podcast with your dick out, dude. So (laughs) (laughs) he's really trying to cosplay cyberpunk right now. Um, (laughs) Okay. So they're adding six new legendary weapons to ritual activities uh, next season. Uh, and one of the things uh, that they're doing is Nightfalls are getting unique weapons, and they're bringing back the Palindrome, the Swarm, and Shadow Price. 
Actually, I don't know if the Swarm and Shadow Press are from D1, but I know... Are they? Okay, Sh- I know Shadow Palindrome. Press is, yeah. Shadow Press, yeah, Shadow Press is OG. Swarm. That was like yeah, a... That was at the very beginning the, of the game. Yeah, Shadow Press vanilla. was like the, yeah, the D1 top vanilla, top. And, and the Swarm was a LMG, right? Yeah, I think so. And then that was the... Uh, was the Swarm, was that the... Uh, no, LMGs were new to Destiny 2, right? No, they weren't. No, no. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, Swords were. They had them, but... The, yeah, they had them at launch, right? Because they had... Yeah, they, um, yeah, they yeah. had... Well, that one that never ran out. What the um, fuck was it called? The one that would... Yeah, refill bullets if you missed or something. Yeah. For killing oracles. God, what was that called? Super good advice. Super good advice, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so... Uh, Dang, those man. are coming back. That's a throwback. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, dude, I love that gun. Speaking um, of guns that, that come from Vault of Glass, that Vault was of the Glass first exotic. Yeah, that'd be cool. Either that Vault is going to be cool. Raid back? That's yeah, going to be the Raid season. next season. Two seasons. Is that uh, going to be like the Raid next season, or is it going to be like in addition to like a new Raid? <laughs> you said in 2021, so it could be this time next year. Oh, at any point? Okay. I thought that crossplay was 2021 <sighs> without a date. I thought Vault of Glass was season... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know if they put a date on it yet. But um, so these weapons that are coming back, if you do Grandmaster Nightfall, they you get special adept versions of them That's with cool. special perks. So Ooh, there's like a tr- Vanguard weapons. Hey man, if it's a hand cannon, never know. Um, speaking of hand cannons, a raid hand cannon. It's really good. Yeah, I need to get my hands on one. Raid shotgun, um, really good. Raid sniper, I don't know if it's good or not because I haven't gotten it yet. But oh, dude, what's that? I so I got the raid shotgun with uh, what is it? Recombination that adds reconstruction that mm. that adds uh, bullets to your chamber. So as I'm playing, it goes up to like twelve bullets in the chamber. Mm-hmm. And then if you That's get it with reconstruction, by the time you actually need to pull it out and use it. You get a buff for every energy kill you've got, which, which includes like supers too. So, yeah, you like stack That's it cool. up to ten. You stack it up to ten and like <clears throat> create something for like sixty k or whatever the fuck it is. That's crazy. Yeah, that is cool. And I know Stu was talking up the uh, the scout. The scout really apparently likes the scout. Okay, so apparently scouts are good again. What the fuck, dude? In what? In PVE? PVP too. PvP. Console yeah. PvP, I, at least. I, I was playing with Jade Rabbit and having fun with it, but I don't know. No, yeah, I, I mean, you got to sit back. No, it, I tried it's, it's it. Ar- it's Ar- it's Ar- no, I'm saying I think it's the the faster fire. It's the 180s, maybe. Midas, uh, uh, maybe. Oh, the Midas yeah. are 200s. Or maybe it's just Iron Banner and people are using it because of Quest, but I don't know, man. Yeah, there's a, there's a 20 scout rifle kill Quest. I mean, people use scouts, but I don't know. Yeah. I just like the whenever they disappeared from the meta entirely. Ace is hard to beat, at least on PC. Run Um, into a Rat King swarm and then you get fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Sidearms are good. I'm not a huge fan of the PvP anymore, but I like sidearms when I'm in there. Sidearms are fun. And, uh, okay, hold on. Did Did Last Word get buffed or... Was it just always good? And I just—I don't think it got it. buffed uh, this season, Let's but it might have got good. buffed last season. Because last season or season um, before, they they updated a little. Yeah, they just changed how it worked. I think right. They made it more of a uh, hip fire gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I was using it a bunch, and I, I just kind of fell off. But, yeah, um, they they did update it though. Um. Okay, so 
Transmog is not coming next season, which is 13, but the season after, which is 14, which is so we're in less, season less than now? six. Yeah, so less than six months away. Okay. That's cool. Um, they showed uh, on the screenshot from Tuesday's drop, they showed a, um, or I'm sorry, on the newsletter from Tuesday's drop, they showed screenshots of the new menu, like what the new armor menu looks like. Like, it looks like they redesigned the whole interface for armor. It looks really cool. Like, like when you click for more information on an armor piece, you mean? No, like, like right. just like your whole right side where armor would be. Yeah. Just a new screen. They redid it? Oh, okay, Like cool. its own screen. Yep. Oh, nice. And like all the like, all the shit that you would want to do is just kind of right there instead of having a bunch of screens. So, so basically every quote unquote skin is like an ornament. It's like every... Whatever makes your armor, armor look, whatever, yeah, whatever makes your armor look the way it does is basically like an ornament. Like if it functions as such, you can yeah. slap any look onto any piece, right? And and piece I'm, I'm assuming it's just going to be anything in your collections that you've unlocked. That's you'll be able cool. to put on, yeah. So, yeah, so that's coming season fourteen. Uh, oh yeah, they just said Vault of Glass raid returns. They did not say when. Okay. Uh, um. Okay. A DDoS protection coming next season for PSN and Xbox. Uh, they released um, SMS verification on PC this week, which means uh, some like you get a text message or something to verify you are who you are before doing pinnacle PvP activities. So I'm guessing like trials and stuff. Um, I haven't had it happen yet. What is that? Like, How would that like you log in, you go on trials and it texts you? Is it to prevent account recoveries? Yeah, it's to prevent people getting banned and creating new accounts. So if you want to create a new account, you have to have a phone number to tie to that account that you so can respond like, oh, to a okay. text from. Interesting. Yeah, it's so hard to, yeah, okay. it's, it's not hard to get past, but you got to put effort in to get around it. I guess that's something. How's been so, cheating on PC? Like, is it still really bad, or they have they no. been able to? Dude, I I played, I've played a lot of Iron Banner uh, this week. Like a lot of well, I've I've done the quest on two characters, and then today was just back on my hunter just to play. You know, like I didn't even have shit to do, and I was just playing. Um, I didn't run into one cheater. That's cool. Okay. So. Um. Then they got strikes coming back. The, some D1 strikes, Fallen Saber, Devil, Devil's Lair. Uh, they're also going to rotate the uh, Legendary and Master Lost Sectors uh, next season. So it's not just going to be Europa, but it, that's just going to rotate around all the Lost Sectors, which is cool. For Yeah, I should probably start doing those since I'm 1250 now. Dude, I... Dude, they're still fucking beefy as fuck, dude. I oh, tried even like twelve thirty. It was and for like twenty minutes, and I gave up. Oh, so yeah. no. twelve fifty without the artifact, so twelve sixty five or something like that. I should be yeah. fine, right? With the lament. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I did it. I was just above twelve fifty. <laughs> I think it was like high twelve yeah. fifties. Okay. So. I just kept going into one of those for the uh, for the Hawkman quest. Like you have to kill champions or guardians. It's like each champion is three percent, guardians one percent of the hmm. progress. So. I was a solo going into this lost sector. And I tried to do it once. I'm like, okay, I made it all the way to the end. I didn't realize your fucking time, dude. 
Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you have 60 seconds left. Like, oh, okay, great. Everything one shots me. So, yeah, this ain't going to happen. She was fucked up. It was like, time? I know, I like that. yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, but you, ah, like, like, you like, like, I got, I, I, I busted out of the man. I fucking hit the boss at the, and took him down to like half health with like one fell swoop. But then it spawned all the fucking acts yep. at once, and everything was just. And apparently, yeah. you have limited revives. So you have to kill a champion to get another revive. I didn't even know. Oh, that. you get another revive if you kill a champion? Yeah, so you you start out. I, I think, think I thought that you only had four and then you go down. No, you have four. every champion you kill gives you a revive. Oh, no, cool. I thought it was you start with four and then that's your once you're done of four, then you're just done. Mm. Well, the way the uh, Grandmaster right. Nightfalls work is you earn revives by killing champions. I don't know. Maybe it's a solo thing. I don't oh, know. Interesting. Anyways, I I I, I couldn't do it. But I was literally, I was right at like twelve fifty, so maybe just bad. I do like the whole like if you go in solo for certain activities, it's you get better rewards. I wouldn't mind seeing that like more often and in yeah. like not brutally destructive things that I can't do. I, I think nice. I think the lost sectors um, are a really good idea because they did a twelve fifty, which you can. I mean that's that's where the one like the cap is for power level stuff right and that's mm-hmm. just pinnacle after that so you can beat it but then they also have the 1280 that's just always rotating where it's like if you really yeah. want to get punished like go do this <laughs> um dude so i was watching it because i really wanted that hunter blink helmet like really bad uh after just being beat up in the crucible so <laughs> i was watching it every day like okay what is it giving today what is it giving today and uh, on Saturday, I think it was, it was the helmet. And I'm like, sweet. And I went in there, and my first run through, the fucking helmet dropped for me. I was like, oh, nice. yes, dude. Yeah. It's uh, How is it's, that blank helmet? Is it fun? It is my favorite thing ever. Cool. It dude, cool. it, it, you, you fuck people up <laughs> so bad, like, just by blinking, not even necessarily at them. Like it's there, it's oh, much better. Right, yeah. blink to blink to the side or around them or behind them or past them. Like what? Like if someone's pushing me like around a corner, Does I'll blink past past. No, you have to be on the ground. Once every twenty-one seconds as well, because it's, it's a like 10 the second um, lockout. Uh, no, it replaces it. your your um your roll. Right, is that what it does? Yeah, yeah. It, it it's not ten seconds. It. Yeah, it's there's a. Val and I were talking about this the other day. It's. It locks the re- restart time. So even if your uh, max uh, whatever controls your Mobility. dodge is uh, like at a minimum amount of time, it uh, it freezes it for that amount of time or like for 10 seconds before it starts regenerating. There is a uh, freeze. So- I don't believe it's 10 seconds because if someone, if I use it and someone kills me, by the time I respawn and I'm I'm running 100% mobility, I'm already halfway back on my slide again. I, I don't doubt that. I'm just saying the and I think if you die in it, it probably stops the freeze as well. But I would check if you live through There's it. There's a timer oh, for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely it, a lockout. Otherwise... Yeah. yeah. But I think is 21 seconds is your ma- max amount of time to be able to reuse it if uh, you're alive. Well, I, I'm assuming Val is correct. I just, I just, I don't know, man. It just doesn't feel like it's 10 seconds. Is there a delay in I think the after shit. How about that? with it? No. So here's the thing. When you slide near someone, you, you it's the same effect as if you were to 
hit him with the throwing star. So it's the it's the slow. So so if you slide uh. past someone, they're slowed, so they can't spin a one eighty on you. You know, on PC where people can spin one eighties with oh, the flick of a wrist, stasis ability, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so you have that stasis ability. So if you slide by someone or or around, and it and it also takes away their abilities. So then they don't have roll, they don't have melee, they don't have grenade for a second. So sounds, like sounds miserable, dude. I was, dude. <laughs> I used it on someone, and he and he couldn't jump up like to where I was. Yeah. Like I slid by the entrance, but like if people are pushing me, or if I have to like if I get caught out in the open, like either getting to cover or or getting close enough to whip out a shotgun on someone, like to close stupid distances. Um, it's really, really, really dirty. I like yeah. it. Um, okay, this might be a hot take, or maybe it's just a bad take. But does anyone else feel like the Crucible just became way more annoying this season with the new stages of shit? I don't I don't mind it, man. I mean, no, I enjoy using it and I enjoy being a shithead with those abilities. Don't get me wrong, like that shit's fun. Mm-hmm. But just the fucking it just seems so fucking cheap. Like when you're on the other end of it. I yeah, know, it, I mean it just became super fucking it's like, I, think the, I think the getting frozen mechanic in both PvE and PvE is the most infuriating thing on earth when you get frozen. <laughs> and it's like mash your button to get unfreeze. And it's just like I I'm not a fan. In PvE as well. I don't like when like the in some of those missions like the boss would freeze you and it's like, come on, man. Like I just don't like that. I didn't like it. It felt like it interrupted the game, you know? Um in PvP, I don't know. I mean it's I'd rather it would just kill me. It changes. It changes your playstyle for sure. Um, I think it really does. Like because you can't, you can't just sit on the other side of a door anymore. You know, like Chuck. I know you mm-hmm. tend to just run. Like you just mm-hmm. like holding forward, but like can't do that either. You, you, so yeah, you, you can't, can't sit on the other side of the door, but you can't hold forward either anymore. Yeah, yeah, you have to be. Yeah, you just have to like, and if someone throws something at you. Um, or you see it coming or, or you just, I don't know, man, you have to, you have to like disengage and then re, you know, come around a different way, choose a different lane, whatever it might be. And, and it doesn't always work, but it's, um, it definitely changed how I played for sure. I, I, at first I was like super, I, I, it's, I think it's okay. The only thing that bothers me is the ice wall that maps are so small and like, I just play controls. So it's like six on six and so there's like a lot of people on a small map. And that fucking ice wall is annoying. Like it just takes up so much space on the like, like actual geometry on the map. Like when a, a whole wall, I don't know. I just that's the only thing I don't like is when an ice wall like blocks an entire area for like a while. Maybe it's just down. It's I just, started doing the shithead yeah. build, bro. Have you have you have you tried the shithead build yet? Nah. Which one's that? You throw the ice wall. You jump up. You slam the ice wall. Kill mm-hmm. a person that regenerates your ice wall, and you dodge out. And uh, it's it's a whole fucking oh, no. circle oh. jerk of shitheadedness, man. It's a shithead build. I started to figure out last night after getting yeah. got a couple times. That shit's fucking maddening. Yeah, you can put frosties on and regenerate your abilities faster too. Oh, but man. yeah, that dude. If you have if you have the right setup and you smash that glacier glacier wall, like you'll kill people that are just partially close. I took out yeah yeah. I took out exactly. a super today like that. I he was he was pushing at me and I threw the wall down and I smashed the wall and pulled out my shotgun and I was able to take him out with my shotgun because the wall had so, done so much damage to him. So you just blow the wall, even if they're not frozen, it the wall blows. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't you be, don't 
They don't yeah, have to no be inside it. They're just near it. So, yeah, so like, uh, you drop the grenade. It's what happened to us a couple of times. This fucking team and I banner yesterday. So they would have one person throw the grenade while the other person was already like primed to slam. So it was like an instantaneous boom, boom, like like one after the other. So we were playing on a convergence, whatever. Um, so like everybody rushes B or whatever. So like we're on B. One person throws a grenade. Then before like the grenade even like fully like extends itself. The person, the, the hunter's already like dive bombing and just fucking wiped out three people like nothing. Yeah, dude, it's like, great dude, like, for it's great for doorways too. Like if someone's around a corner, like I'll throw mm-hmm. it through the doorway and purposely smash just to blow blow away anyone who's on the other side of the doorway, and it yeah. works, dude. Yeah, it works it's, so it's super good. Quick too, I didn't know you could like do that. A, yeah, yeah, it's like as an invasive maneuver too. So start like, doing that. Coming yeah, so like on that same map, like later on in the night, like like converges. There's, there's a big like box pillar thing in the middle, like right on B. And that's the short. No, what's the, yeah? Which one's Convergence? Yeah, Pantheon. 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 That's, yeah, yeah. Pantheon. Okay. So like yeah, so I run into like a dumbass. Cause what I do, I hold forward and run in there and then try to escape because I fucking run into a place I shouldn't be. So I run in there. There's like three people there and they're all like chasing me around this box or whatever. So I like dodge and like slow like one of them or two of them. And then I throw my grenade at the fucking thing, and then I jump and, and do the slam like immediately and killed like two. I'm like, oh wow, that's so fucking cheap. Yep. Like, like me in a one v three situation should have never got away with that. Mm-hmm. I will say, like the PvP feels like it's very ability. Like it's not about guns; it's no. about abilities. You know. No, well, I think, dude, strong. it's it's about guns still for sure. I don't know. I, I feel like I, it's fucking. I feel like it's all. I feel like I don't. I feel like even when I get killed with a gun, there's some ability. Like, I never just, like, get in a gunfight with someone where I'm just, like, and we just, like, shoot it out. It doesn't seem to happen. I mean, I haven't been playing as much PvP as you guys, but... No, I definitely um, feel the same way. That um, It's fun. I don't really, like, go in there with... I play, like, a few games here and there. I don't take it seriously. Um, Not should you, really. But, yeah. but, yeah, I just, like, mess around. Like, I just like going with, like, Last Word and, like, a grenade launcher and just, like, going, like, 0.5 KD and having fun. I think um, I think the abilities are definitely there, and I think I think there is m- more utility to them. You know, like using using stars to slow people or that glacier wall. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's just abilities and supers. Like I I, I mean that's just me though. Like I mean mm-hmm. I, I definitely think they're more visible too because they're a lot bigger. You're but on, I is think it, is it different on PC? Do you think? Is no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because I've been playing on console because of the Game Pass. So I, I wonder if pe- maybe I want to be the. I found uh, before when I was playing, like PC was more like P- PC PvP was more fun. I, I'm on controller too, but I just found that it was like a more fun environment, and it was more gun based. I think you're right. Yeah, I did a dude. I did a thing today with that glacial glacial wall uh, where um, I was on um, what's the one with the church widow's court. And I was going from B to C, like going towards the church and as in that broken building. And someone was coming from C flag out towards me. And I threw the grenade above the door and jumped above up onto the wall like that. I created above the door and they just ran out from underneath me, like ran around, like shotgun out looking for me. And I just dropped down on top of them and shot them and then continued on to C. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) And then on Twilight Gap to a... uh a titan uh arc titan smash uh yeah i threw a grenade wall and just stood on top of it and he couldn't reach me and he just like kept slamming underneath the 
the ground at me, and I just sort of uh, oh. started emoting up on my little shelf until it ran out, and then I shot him. So that is amazing, <laughs> dude. That is so amazing. I assure you, it was totally accidental that I created the shelf, and even more accidental that I landed on top of it. But once I was up there, you better believe I was trolling like my job. Like your beeps. Um, hey, there. Oh, there. I will say, um, I I had to play like three games of Gambit for one of these stasis quests. Mm-hmm. And um, like I haven't played Gambit in a while, and I'll say I don't know what they've done in the last like year and a half since I played it last, but it's not so bad. It's better, it's not right? A year and a half. It's been since right. the new season came out. It's I, much faster. I've like, been it, saying this since the start of the like, of this like, season. I was like, oh, three games. It's gonna take me like hours. And I, I went in a, and like round one was over. I'm like, all right, well now it's time for round two of five. And uh, no, the game was over. It was it. I was like, nice. Yeah. I mean the. the People are like still suck at Gambit that they get matched with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but it was pretty like I had a pretty good time playing this couple games. So I, I I I was really dreading it. I put it off, and then I was like, all right, I'll just like do it and you know whatever, put on some um, you know, uh, music and just like suffer through it. But but no, it was fun. I I, I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed it. It's a lot um, of fun. It's just faster. Yeah, you know what? It's over quicker. I think that's what it comes yeah, down yeah. to. Yeah, so no, visible, yeah. No, hundred percent. Well, I think, I think the boss fights better too because he doesn't go immune. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that shit killed it, man. Like yeah. some inopportune fucking super shit. Yeah, man, that shit fucks it up. Oh, that new sword's gonna be dope in game. But that that weird flamey sword that like Lament. kills all your bosses. Lament. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro. Uh, all right, so. Um, for those that are still getting the fragments or whatever, you know, you go to the Exo Stranger and you mm-hmm. get the little quest. You can choose Crucible, Vanguard, or Gambit. Well, the other day I was like, okay, well, I still haven't done my Gambit matches yet this week, so I'll just grab both of them for Gambit, thinking, like, <laughs> yeah, three matches, yeah, I'll knock out those two. No, fuck no. Three matches, I was at 5% for, like, nine different things. So, <laughs> Dude, it's, yeah. you know what? Don't take the vanguard one where it's like oh you got to kill a champion with a fucking stasis how yeah, do you exactly. kill fucking champions with stasis i'm a hunter like i can't like they can't even you can't even freeze them like, yeah dude pvp a, is like, like i have like i have everything else done i have zero of ten i'm like well i'm never doing this quest. i'm literally never gonna do this quest dude pvp is happen. is like use a scout a bow or a sniper it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah, i should have picked it. i made a mistake i was like i should have yep. pvp one I'm like, I like strikes. Strikes are fun. I'll run a bunch of strikes. I'm like, kill fucking champions with... Ah, dude. I, I I cannot do it. You cannot kill a champion with stasis. I don't think anybody can. Anyway, that's Some why. Some people I, can. Me, not me. Um, Cloud Strike dropped for me as well as I was running bounties. Uh, that's a pretty great DPS weapon. What's that, Cloud Strike? It's a... Uh, Exotic sniper. Ah, what's the cool thing it does? It creates a storm when you get precision shots. Basically, it's Trinity Ghoul uh, in a sniper format. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I haven't good. even unlocked the thing to get that yet. Huh. Where do you get that? You have to open up the Empire Hunts uh, playlist in uh, on Europa. Ferrix bounties. One of the Ferrix like sabotage things. Um, God, I can't remember which one it is. It took it took me a while to get to it. Like, yeah, I I unlocked it now, and so 
But basically, once you unlock the playlist, you can just farm those empire hunts without having to do like the individual ones down at the bottom. You don't mm-hmm. have to do those anymore. You can just go to the playlist itself. And so uh, like once you're difficulty. in there, it's a random drop. Yeah, it's kind of uh, like, interesting. I, I think I like kind of spread myself a little too thin too early. Like I finished a quest and like a lot of the shit, like like the, like the campaign and a lot of the station shit on my hunter for like the first like week and a half or whatever. And then my focus is getting my other characters like rave ready. So just so smashing through a whole bunch of shit like my hunter and my, or my uh, Titan and my warlock. So then it's basically like, okay, I'm kind of spread out all over the place. I haven't really finished anything on any one character. Um, so we ran, we ran the raid on Tuesday again. So we ran the raid on Friday. Oh, hold on. You ran the raid. Yeah. You're the only one in this room. That yeah, no, I, I, I know. know. I, Wii. You got a turd in your pocket? I was going to talk uh, about yeah. the Royal Wii. The, 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 the turd in his pocket is a uh, hippo, a messy NPC. Oh, um, and Val, Val build on you too. Rob, how do you feel about that, dude? Yeah, and no, Ghost. I, I bailed on him first. And Clay. Um, sure. Clay. Yeah. So we, no, but we ran the raid uh, this oh, weekend. I, 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 I ran I, the raid. You guys ran the raid with me this weekend. The raid on team Tuesday. ran the raid on Friday. Yes. yes correct. Um, so then on Tuesday, <laughs> I and Nessie and Hippo took ghost and val and clay into the raid and val was low he was like 12 32 12 yeah i was gonna say 12 20s high 12 20s low 12 30s i think somewhere in there and we two or three phased every encounter all the way to the end and i mean val's good so it wasn't (laughs) like he was dying all the time i I don't want to say he had better stats than both you and hippo uh, and he was, you two were at the bottom of the stat board uh, for the raid people, the, the two Sherpas of the raid. Yeah. Well, we had lots of wipes and we were, you know, messing around, but yep, it was, it was, it was a good time. I mean, it was, it was pretty amazing how fast we ran through it. Um, but we had one of the DPS phases that we did uh, on the final boss where we did like 60% of his damage in the first round even with people like low light like that. And I think it was just because a lot of people would like cloud strike, but it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. What the fuck is that glitch with the slug shotguns? How they sometimes hit for like two. I think it's hours. range. I really, the more I've been playing, I think it just has a really, really stupidly steep range drop off. So like if you don't have Luna faction, you just don't get shit. So yeah, basically you need to have the Luna faction to, uh, give you that little bit of extra range and let you hit more consistently for the big numbers. Yeah. It's fucked up. Slug shotguns on bosses. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You can hit for like, you hit like 43 K. I, yeah. You hit more with the slug shotgun shot than you do a Xeno shot on the boss. Hmm. Yeah. I heard this rate's not like once you get leveled up, it's not uh, too bad. Yeah. But, but it's that, fun though, right? Yeah. It's still a fun one. It, it really? is a fun raid, but yeah, it, the, the the difficulty in that raid wasn't in the uh, the mechanics or the champions or any of that. No, it's just the light level. Like mm-hmm. once you're once you're powerful enough, it's one of the one of the easier ones, right? Yeah, oh, 100 percent. Well, it's it's one of those raids where if someone fucks up, the raid isn't over. 
Unless they fuck yeah. up with a buff. If they fuck up with the buff, maybe it's a wipe. But Yeah, but even then, if you're fast thinking, you can pull it off. So for our raid team, it's always a wipe. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it didn't seem to be too mechanic heavy, I guess, when I was watching the playthroughs. No, it was it was I really like it though. I really juggle. It's it's I really like this raid a lot. It's just there's just two teams of three or three teams of two. Yep, and the, the jumping puzzle, it doesn't totally suck. No. I suck at it, but uh, it's not hard. It's Dude, just, I... can't jump. <laughs> like, 95% of my deaths were probably that jumping puzzle, though. <clears throat> we were we were a little intoxicated, even though we did two and three phase everything. It was uh, the royal Wii. Ghost and Nessie carried you guys. Yeah. It was it was um, definitely a lot of deaths in the jumping puzzle. A lot. Fluffy, do you have mustache wax in your eyebrows? No. Does it really look like I have wax on my eyebrows? It's all pointy like it's off your person. You know what I mean? I don't know what to tell you, man. Oh, like over here? This is my yeah, yeah dude, it like curls too. Got a little early army eyebrow there. Yeah, so this this one on the right kind of like, comes down and stays this yeah, way, yeah, but my yeah, left that one, one, that one does. Yeah, this is my evil up. dude. This is my evil it's eyebrow. It like curls up to the left. It's a vigil bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's funny. That's, um, that's cool, like Chuck, Chuck's got a good monitor, I think. <laughs> um, so I wrote I wrote a note in here. Uh, while playing Iron Banner, I played my Hunter and my Warlock, and I wrote that. They nerfed stasis so bad that I switched to Dawnblade to like finish out my warlock bounties because I was just getting frustrated by the melees being shit and everything like that. The TWAB came out today and they are fixing the nerf on warlock melees. So like I wrote the note from playing yesterday or whatever on my warlock and then today the TWAB comes out and they're like, you know, we we acted quickly on on fixing the warlock because it was too strong and that meant that we took a giant brush stroke to everything and now we're going to go back and fine tune it so they're they're fixing the the range of the melee and they're fixing um the distance to cast the melee the minimum distance uh to cast a range melee and then um it'll allow people to like throw it you know closer like they don't have to be super far so it'll be less whiffs too um but yeah I thought it was funny. What about what about that subclass being slow as shit overall? The warlock one? Yeah. It seems so fucking slow, dude. Like physical like molasses every time I'm on that subclass. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, it's hard to it's hard it's like having a Titan class that doesn't have uh shoulder charge to move around. Like it's hard yeah. to it's hard to not choose Dawnblade like, when you have Icarus like, Dash. Dude, dude, you're not gonna chase anyone down with that thing. Oh, with the with the warlock, yeah, you gotta freeze them and that super. work your way yeah. over to them. It's like, oh, I gotta kill. Let me go find another one. No, you're not gonna find another one. You got the you got your one, and that's it. You're not gonna go and find other people. No, they're just gonna run away. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I like the hunter for sure, but I just mm-hmm. thought it was funny that I, I wrote like, God, this melee sucks, and then they're like, Yep, melee sucks. We're gonna fix it. Okay, I got it's pretty no- responsive because they just changed it. I know, oh, dude. Yeah, I, all right. Yeah, I've been so happy with what they've been doing with guns and weapons and turning around bugs and stuff. They're pretty. They're, I mean, like the content is light, but I don't like. You can't really. 
mean, they're not that big a studio. I mean, it's not that they're not that big a studio. So you can't really complain too much about like, oh, we want you to make like a longer campaign. It's hard. That's a hard complaint to make. And everyone's working from home now. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a tough like they're putting out con. They're, they're being pretty responsive. They're putting out fun stuff, um, you know, and if, if you run out, play something else, you know. Yep. So. Well, um, on that note, are you guys playing anything else right now? <clears throat> uh, I have spent some time wandering around Night City today. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is beautiful, uh, but I haven't put enough time in yet to actually say anything too too inclusive about it. Are you looking a little bit more aggressively for a new Xbox? Yeah, I actually made a few calls today. I need to get that Series X. Yeah, I've only uh, I haven't got past the penis uh, part of the uh, the avatar creator yet in Cyberpunk. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been like I've been in there for like three hours. I'm like I just can't quite get the the bow right, you know, like the banana shape. But anyway, we'll see. Um, I saw uh, somebody like tweet. I forgot who it was. He was like. I spent three hours and 47 minutes customizing my character in Cyberpunk. <laughs> I did not spend that long. I might have spent like 15 minutes in the character creator. Hmm. That's cool. My character looks like a shithead, but whatever. That's sort of the point. Yeah, that's kind of the whole yeah, Cyberpunk. So I, I, I guess I want you to explain to me what this game is. I, I haven't watched anything. It's Grand Theft Auto. Brand new. It's Grand Theft Auto. It's just like Witcher. Come on, man. It's Witcher Grand I mean, Theft Auto. Well, it's Witcher, yeah, it's Witcher Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> it's Witcher Grand Theft Auto in the future. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you have like superpowers that you can, well, augments that allow you to do other things, you know, like supernatural. Crackdown. Like, like walk around like with your dick out. Deus Ex, right? It, yeah. It's, it's Deus Ex is a good way to describe it as well. Yeah. But like, but it, with an actual open, like not just a linear map that's what i was that's what it seems so like. so it's like witcher grand theft auto and crackdown all together yeah kind of i think that's a fair way of putting it i mean with your dick out of course oh i believe that's a glitch for most of the time when you're uh dick, yeah. you know what if you have beef you press uh, if you're on pc you just press p i mean what's the point of putting a Dude. penis creator in the character creator screen if you aren't going to let it glitch out and walk around with the penis hanging okay. out I assume I love, I love, that it comes into play in later cutscenes, but I haven't gotten far enough into the, uh, the if game. You're female, to... If you're a female character and you choose beef curtains, do those glitch out as well? I don't know. I God, that would be great. You know, I mean, they're like, they're like yeah, it's a glitch. I mean, you know, it was just first of all, like their wife walked in and he's like, oh, it's a glitch. Like, it's not so <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, it's so buggy. I'll put it in my review. And also my butt was sweating, so that's why my pants are off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe the uncanny game. valley stuff going on here. Uh, There's two types of people in the world: people that got boners playing Grand Theft Auto and fucking liars. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> anything yeah, so else? Cool. I uh, I've been playing Ark. This game Ark. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's only like 600 gigabytes to download on PC, so I recommend it. But it's on no, but it's on Game Pass, and um, those uh, Tea Time guys actually they set up a server. Yeah, 
Um, is that the one where it, you fight dinosaurs or some shit? Yeah, you like are, you, you are it's dinosaurs. Like, it's kind of like Minecraft, but with dinosaurs, and everything's round, not square. Um, but yeah, you just like show up naked on some island and you like punch trees and like collect wood and build like staircases and uh, get dinosaurs. But they anyway, they created a server so you can like kind of join when they're running it. And um, they're just like it's like a they turned all the stuff down so you don't have to worry about eating or drinking. You just kind of have fun. And so you just been like screwing around in there. And that game's pretty fun. I really, really want to uh, capture a brontosaurus and build a house on its back. That's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can do. You can 100% do it. I swear to God. I watched a YouTube video on it. It's not that hard. Uh, I mean, it, they made it look easy. Probably. Where would you put the living room? Like, Dude, you, his... just, you just build like a platform on its back and you just build like a little house and you live on its back. And drive around so, dinosaurs. So like the balcony would be like up on his head, right? Make your little breakfast nook. Balcony. Yeah, it's. Have you seen the Flintstones? Come on, it's the Flintstones. I don't know though. But like, like the, in, you're gonna need like a rope system to get up there or something because like stairs or uh, la- uh, stairs would just break. Like it just break the wood when you moved his neck. Oh, man, they didn't get into that in the YouTube video. I'm sure there's a way to get up you, there. You need to have ropes or something, Cliff. Something like, flexible. Something like that. Or I think he just picks up at his mouth and puts you on the back. Oh, okay. I don't know. Swiss Family Robinson, this shit. I'll tell you what, though. I literally, we, we played it, and I spent two hours building staircases in that game. That's um, awesome. And it was super fun. I had a good time. And, and then, like, there's a daylight cycle, and when it gets night, you literally can't see anything. It's, like, insane for, like, 20 minutes. Like, you're in complete pitch blackness. And then <laughs> you get eaten by a dinosaur. Yeah, I don't know. It seems kind of weird to me, but then you get eaten by a dinosaur, and that's it. But, um, but yeah, that game's pretty fun. I was playing that. Um, I don't know. I'm probably playing some other stuff. That I don't remember. Uh, I played some. Or- I just kind of play stuff on Game Pass. Yeah, there's a new game. What is it? Call of the Sea or something? I want to check out. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. But are we yeah, have just, a uh, Game Pass. Are we gonna have a Mario Minute? We can. You want to have it now? Yeah, let's do the Mario Minute now. Okay. Since you're, you're going Minute on now. video so, games. All right, so Hold I've been playing. So we did a theme song for Mario Minute. First of all, do 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 do, do Mario Minute with Cliff's Bat. Right. I like it. Excellent. I like it. God, cut and save that for later. Um. So uh. All right. So this this week in Mario. Uh. So I act. So here's it's actually very exciting. It's a very exciting week. It's kind of personally exciting for just me and probably nobody else. But whatever, man. Um. So I uh. So I'm I'm you know. Playing, playing Mario Maker. I'm still playing it. Super fun. Have a lot of good times. Uh, but I finally got a good emulator to run on my PC so I can play ROM hacks, which are basically the Super Mario World. People go in and edit it like you do any other game, but they create these all these crazy Kaizo worlds that you can play. And there's like tons of them to play. Uh, the challenge was that um, I had a hard time because I just used this like SNEX like emulator that I downloaded and ran it straight from the computer. And it has a ton of input lag. So um, it's really hard when you have like quick platforming and you're kind of like missing jumps and stuff like that. It was really frustrating. But I finally found you can download um, RetroArch, which is a user interface. This, you guys are going to lose all your viewers. But <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bryce and so, Lana. It was yeah, fun. Bryce is still here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so you download RetroArch, right, which runs the SNEX 9X uh, core, but with a much greater user interface. So it runs at 60 frames on like a nice – 4k screen it's beautiful i mean the game looks way better than ever did on on super nintendo and it has this magical feature which is run ahead mode where it actually runs two emulations at once and so if you have any input lag even like a natural because um old nintendo games had like 
three or four frames of input lag regardless. You can, it'll run two modes, and you can actually um, go through and figure out how much input lag you have and set it to say, okay, run ahead four frames. So it will like play one version of the game and another version of the game four frames apart, and it magically puts it together so that when you press jump, you have zero input lag. It's like insane. Hmm. So I'm like super excited. I finally got it running. It took me like two or three months to figure out how to do this because I'm like kind of dumb. But um, I got it up and running. And so I've been playing like all these cool ROM hacks. Um, I've been playing Baby Kaiser World, which is like super fun. I'm on level like 23 out of 37. It's kind of tough. Um, it's supposed to be the easiest one out there. It's taken me forever to play it because I'm like, again, pretty dumb. But um, so I'm having a good time. And I'm, so I'm kind of like branching out into this world of uh, ROM hacks, which is like kind of where like like – Think of like PC and console, like Mario Maker's like console and like ROM hacks are like PC. Mm-hmm. And the people who play them very much feel like PC players uh, in the way they talk so the about bricks? it. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> oh, dude, it's like, it's funny if you watch like streams where they like, then they bring, they call it Maker. And they're like, oh, Maker. So like, and they'll be like, oh, this seems like a Maker level. You know, like, you know, anyway, it's very <laughs> funny. It, it's, it's, it's like, it's as if, uh, it's as if um, like Guy Picado himself is 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 running a stream, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So so I'm pretty excited. I got it up and running. I'm I'm having a good time. I'm learning a whole lot and getting better. And it's it's a ton of fun. And they're all free, so you can download these things. And they even have like ROM hacks for like little kids that are like um. So it's not just like crazy Kaizo stuff. There's like all kinds of traditional games that people have built. It's amazing the amount of effort people put in. Um, I mean they're they're writing like ASM code to like create new sprites and they're like completely redrawing all the sprite sheets by hand it's a, it's hours and hours and hours and weeks of work that people put into these things hmm. um and then they just give that shit away for free because i don't know it's amazing well so, they probably um, have to there's probably like well, a like like sam it's like sampling music wow. and then not making money off of it so legally the way it works is you down you don't download the game right you have to have your own rom which is the original smw game and you download a bps file and then you have to use a program to apply the BPS, which changes the code. And that's how you get. So you actually wow. have to modify your own game. with that's it. That's funny. It Crazy. So it's pretty wild. But people are like, they'll like create their own game and they'll put it on an actual cartridge. And like, you can like get a cartridge of it if you want, which is kind of funny. Um, it's like a whole thing, man. Like it's like a whole nother world that exists out there. Um, and yeah, they definitely have an interesting attitude about other gaming. But, um, but yeah, so I've been doing that. I'm getting into it. It's, it's, a lot of fun. I definitely recommend people if you like kind of old school platforming stuff or like Mario World Man, it's worth checking out. Um, and SM, you, I don't. SMW Central is the website where they kind of distribute all that stuff. So, so I guess that's my Mario. Like I don't know, five six minutes. Nice. Week. I like it. Yeah. There you go, Bryce. Thanks, Bryce. Actually, it's for um, I think it's for Nessie. Technically, is. It, that's dead. true. It's, it's Nessie also it's Nessie looks- Mario Minute six minute. Where I talk about myself. Right. Uh, we have a fitness contest that is underway. Um, if you want to get a head start on your New Year's resolution, jump on in. It's not too late to start. We're giving something away. I don't know, a hoodie? I think we're giving a hoodie yeah. away. Or something yeah, similar. T-shirts, mouse pads. I should do uh, oven mitts. Yeah, if I could choose what we could sell at the store, we'd have a lot more items. But... You have to unlock them by selling things. Um, Speaking of oven mints and a a health challenge, uh, I set myself back pretty nicely this week because I took uh, Chuck's carne adovado recipe and made that 
on Monday, and I've been eating nothing but delicious, delicious pork for the past three days. Nice. Four days. Uh, easy and easy. It just slides right out, man. You're good. <laughs> I was worried because your recipe said get the, the regular T.O. Franks, not the hot T.O. Franks. Uh the hot isn't that spicy. It's like the per. It's I, a very I just, mild. I just go for the mild because uh, because there are kids in our family yeah. that won't eat it otherwise. That's fuck it. those kids. Worthless. Yeah, yeah fuck them. Butchers. That's why I. That's why I have my yeah. own stash of peppers. They're they're, they're they're cute and stuff. It looks anyways, good. Yeah, really good recipe. Get in the Discord and uh, try it sometime because it's super easy to make too. Um, I had a, a con, uh, my run club at work had a contest start where they're doing for the month of December, like running streaks, you know, and it's like built off of like running a certain amount of days in a row. Uh, and so it, it's just looking at like per week. So it's like five days a week or seven days a week, but I decided to just see how many days in a row I could run. So I'm on day 11 currently and I have not died yet. So I'm trying to like be smart about it and have less miles and not push as hard, you know, so I can have like, I don't kill my muscles, but I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I've never, I don't think I've ever run more than like three or four days in a row. So I'm surprised I've made it to 11. Nice. Yep. That's fitness. Music. Um, yeah, I think we should wrap it up. So, Ben has a song for us this week. Yeah, do you want to say it since uh, I know how it was basically a Ben pick for you? Uh, So, yeah, I mean, you were like, you're like, oh, Fluffy's going to like this pick. Um, He, Ben picked uh, Operation, uh, from the album Operation Doomsday, he picked the song Doomsday by uh, MF Doom. Which is great. I was very surprised to see that, but it's a good song, man. It leads you down a uh, a solid two-hour detour. Yes, yeah. So he put that in, and we started talking about MF Doom in our Discord chat, and then um, and I was listening to Fugazi. Like at that point, I'd probably listened to the album like three or four times this morning. By the time we had this conversation, and and so then I went down a rabbit hole. So then I started listening to King Ghidra because we got on talking about that, which is one of MF Doom's alter egos. And um, I'm gonna add a song too. Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna add Phasers by King Ghidra, which is MF Doom. So, um, Rob, what's your MF Doom pick? Uh. We're going to go with, uh, I don't have an MF2 pick. Sorry. Oh, you that's motherfucker. Okay. I don't know MF2 well enough. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Violet City by Mansion Air. Violet or Violent? Violet. Oh, got it. It sounded rather surprised. <laughs> um, yeah, because I had no idea how to spell that band name, so I was I'm, I'm glad that there wasn't a lot of Violet City results. Well done, uh, Chuck. What do you got? 
Um, I'm going to shoot from the hip again, hip again. And I am going to go with Lewis Logic, Dos Factotum. I'll post it in the uh, Discord. Actually, uh, it actually came up, man. This is one of the first songs. Yeah, Loose Lodge is not PC. (laughs) (laughs) At all. (laughs) Like, at all. Like, he's probably, like, the worst person that happens to be good at rapping. (laughs) Like, he's a really terrible person. Or, like, at least his rap songs lead you to believe he's a really, really shitty person. But he's a really, really good rapper. The songs about (laughs) alcoholism... It's actually really good. I'm excited. I'm intrigued. Yeah. You gotta skip it before the skit at the end though, because it'll fuck you up if like your if your girl's like in the room or in the car or you're at work or whatever. I mean you probably shouldn't be listening to Lose Logic at work. He's not he's not safe for work. But skip the end of the song before the skit plays. Okay. But the Cliff. song's cool. So don't play it with your spouse, okay. Or or children. Like, or children. Or keep, grandma. Keep, keep children like a 75 foot radius away from this logic. Definitely <laughs> listen confused. to it in the toilet by yourself. Got it. Yeah, it, it's headphone music. <laughs> uh, I have to pick, huh? All right. So, um, mm-hmm. so this is what I've been listening to. Uh, uh, Swamp Dog, D O double G. The original D O double G, by the way. Um, mm. uh, Debatable. Off his new, brand new, 2020. Uh, Sleeping without you as a drag. Um, he's just like an old R&B guy. He's been around for 50 years or something. Um, and his new album's actually pretty good. He has a whole album of uh, good songs. He has a bunch with John Prine, which is kind of interesting, given that John Prine just died. Um, but he does some weird things with. Uh, this song's just like straight up, just he's just playing, but. Some of his songs he does some weird things with, um, like he'll have like old school kind of R and B, just just guitars and instruments and stuff. But then he like he'll put the whole thing through a uh, like a auto tune or something weird. Huh? Like he just does some odd stuff sometimes. But like he has one song, "Memories on Here," which is pretty good. Which is um, and like halfway through he distorts it so it's like fading out and falling. And if you, th- you feel think your speakers are breaking, and it's like oh, she's just, just doing that with the song. Um. Anyway. So it's kind of cool. And he's just some old dude who's just, again, been around forever. Um, but it's a good song. At first, when I first saw it, I thought it was Sleeping With You as a drag. And I'm like, hell yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it's like a love song, Sleeping With Alex. <laughs> but it's still good. It's still pretty good. That's funny. All right. Well, we got, uh, we're two minutes shy of a half a day. So. Sick. Nice. Yeah. So I should have picked a longer song. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh well. I guess Ben gets to Ben gets to start the second half of the day next week. Um. I think that's it, boys. It's high noon on the playlist. I guess mm-hmm. right. High noon. Yeah. Cliff, uh, thank you for picking something that I would have never listened to. I I really do enjoy like. It's so funny. Because um, I was like, oh, I'm like, well, these guys have all heard this album. 
because it's like a famous album and like even like it was on the radio when i was a kid like and it's the coolest band ever like it's such a weird i don't know i live in like a weird world where i'm like what's popular what's (laughs) so anyway so you're welcome just doing just doing bits to fit in the beats i get it um Uh, change the smoke detector batteries who's next yeah you are you are okay all right so we're on the jewels five can't wait yeah, what do you um, pick? Sorry. What do you pick? You have any ideas? I do. I do. So um, we'll see, we'll see. I gotta listen to them. I maybe the new Aesop Rock album. I was also dude. thinking about doing a different a different collab album that he did. Um, I, I, they. Uh, I, I was thinking about I this. Know. Like, so so in terms of picking albums, do I go? good discussion or good music or somewhere in between yes it's tough that's what i'm saying like there's some albums i want to pick just because it'd be really really cool to talk about like we'd have a whole lot to say about it you know inspiring interesting conversation that would take a whole lot of um because there's albums where you're like oh i love this album but like what do i say about it yeah, yeah. Uh, but then there's like some this, other shit that's uh, like a really good album. It's like there's not a whole lot of depth to it. You know, it's like yeah, it's just good. I like it. He says this, which is cool, or he does I that. Think, which is cool. I think I think a mix of both is cool. Is good though, man. Right? You know, I just like getting exposed like, to stuff I don't know. We which is we cool. approached we approached the album tonight differently than I think a lot of our past albums we've approached, where we just kind of talked about the songs, but we didn't really get specific about them. Um, like calling out lyrics and stuff like that, or you know, I don't know. This was a tough album to talk about, I think, but I think yeah. we did a pretty good job. Um, and I was like, kind of, it was kind of cool to hear everyone's perspective on it. I was kind of interested. I just didn't know what to. Um, I mean, I didn't even know what to think when I heard it. I'm like, how the fuck am I gonna like take time to like actually speak about this? Because I, I don't know what to say. I think it was. And good. then I started listening yeah. to it more and more and more. Yeah, it's just um, growing. Right. So more importantly, though, so. When I was growing up, we um like we never changed our batteries and our smoke detectors, and so like that chirping sound like was just in our house all the time, twenty four <laughs> day. Like it was just kind of, and it got to. The, but what happens is like you just your brain filters it out and you don't hear it. So, oh, like, no dude, it triggers me. You would just be like, we don't have smoke detectors, whatever. Um, but people would visit and come over and be like, what's that? What's that chirping sound? And we're like, what chirp? And like, so it'd be like one person would visit and the entire. Everyone in my family's like, we don't hear it. Like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, and we had that conversation over and over. I remember, like, four or five times we're like, dude, what are you chirping? What are you, we don't hear anything, dude. You're crazy. Like, that was, like, the conversation over and over and over again. And then I never knew, actually, that meant low battery in a smoke detector until, like, I got way older. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's what that is. Um, anyway, so it has, like, a special place in my heart, the whole, like, uh, smoke detector battery thing. Much like uh, the, you know, Fugazi because of the radio ad that I heard when I was a kid. There you go. All right, boys. I'm going to sleep. This was yeah. fun. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It was a lot of fun. All right. Have a good night. I'll see Thanks you guys. for hanging out, people on the podcast. Your Send your buds. to Verona, Wisconsin at, um, hold on, what's the address? You better cut this fucking show right now. <laughs>